So rule number one of this podcast, everybody love everybody. Rule number two, see above. Rule number three, fuck Adam. Completely contradictory of the rest of those. <laughs> well, that's that's, Cause said, that's cause wait, Adam no, love everybody, anybody. but Adam's not really a person. person. <laughs> well, listen up, scoop close to your house with the most Chris Smith as he boasts. We toast as we roast any little problem and we'll fix it in post. And you know, as I'm a kid, as the edge of a jaw. Sitting next to me at knee, your baby's dad knee, spitting comedy, magically scoring all your comic book wannabes. You're gonna be hit with a hook, I'll turn your pace into a tragedy. Is even be with the chemistry, dropping recipes and melodies, recipe, especially using dark humor as weaponry. Mentally haunting all your dirty thoughts like an entity, no empathy, just credibility. Discussing history, legacy, ethnicity, destiny, felonies, industry, jealousy, memories, pregnancies, tendencies, therapy, heavily. Let's go, champ! Uh, add me. Where's your t-shirts, champ? Add me. I'm sorry you didn't get those, but hey, add me. Let's go, champ. Chris and add me. Let's go, champ. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Alcoholic Cast. We are your hosts. I am Chris Smith. To my right, I got... Dr. Dadney, PhD. <laughs> to the left. CV August Brigade. Speaking of shirts, um, Re bought me a shirt for my birthday. And I'm pretty sure it's from Walmart, and it's the same one that you have, the Ollie one. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was like, well, I can't wear that on podcast days now. I can't wear that every Great. time. You got I me something I can't I can only wear six days a week. Yeah. That's cool. Like, you got me You're something I can't wear <laughs> around one of my best friends. Thanks. <laughs> So shout out to Reeve for getting me shitty birthday gifts. Whispering <laughs> at you like in front of people. It's a nice shirt. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Ree actually uh, she killed, she killed it. it. She, yeah. she, she's been nothing but amazing. Uh, I, I'm absolutely stoked. My birthday was yesterday. She got me a bunch of presents. She got me like beard wax, beard oil, like a little kit. What? Did she go to Dollar Beard Club? No. I think uh, she was trying to hint at something. Yeah, I know, yeah. You're a dirty girl. I guess it's called <laughs> Woody's. Take care of your Woody's? It's called Woody's. Yeah. It came with a beanie. A nah, I just stoked, dude. Because they knew you would be bald. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> knew. If you put me. that much effort into a beard, <laughs> yeah. you're probably bald. Probably, yeah. Oh, speaking of that, though, if Donald Trump can't get a good hairpiece, I don't think anybody <laughs> can get a good hairpiece. <laughs> no, like, that's his real hair. It's just that he's such a douche that it looks like that. <laughs> okay, that's fair. But I'm, all I'm saying is, Frank Sinatra had a better fucking. <laughs> well, that's Frank. I mean, I bet Frank really went and that out. That was back in the eighties. <laughs> I think I think Trump's just like I'm not gonna spend all this money on hair when I gotta spend all, you know other shit sort of thing. He get it on the wall. He's gonna no, get pussy no, no matter what. He actually doesn't have money. I can't spend all hair. I gotta spend all these. Lawsuits. I gotta settle. He's similar. He's similar to the, uh, the Great Gatsby. Like he spends all his money making you believe that he has money, mm-hmm. but he don't really got money. He ain't got you ain't got money. money. Hey, champ. We know you ain't got money. That's why you have government-funded living now. It's gonna cost like a million dollars a day to keep fucking because his fucking wife wants to live in Trump Tower in New York, and it's gonna cost so much fucking taxpayer money what? for security. Yeah, that's a thing. They can do that. Fuck, that's crazy. She wants to live at Trump Tower and not at the White House. Yeah, he doesn't really want to live there. I either. doubt he would want to live there. He yeah. doesn't. Like he actually wants to split he wants to split his time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You got a shout out this week? Well, Chris is giving we shout out to Chris for his birthday. <laughs> I didn't got a shout out. Fuck I was looking for shout a out. shout out, but and I, I, I got I got a kind of a shout out. I got two shout outs, but they're not so much Shannon Briggs. <laughs> hell yeah to these people, but fuck these people. Uh, one is uh Adam Lee. Yeah. Uh-huh. Fuck that shit. <laughs> a motherfucker. Like, Alaria got out because it's his fault. Alaria got out. 
She's gone right she, now? I got her back. Oh, She's in the house, but damn. she could have died out there. <laughs> she could have died out there. It happened last, the last, the last cat. cat yeah. I oh, fucking really? leave for the weekend, and a day after I left for the weekend, Stevie calls me saying the cat got attacked by something and it died. That's why I don't let my and cat And Adney was fucking pissed because well, he was, he was in probably Sacramento. absolutely crushed and then pissed. He was yeah. pissed at you. Yeah. Crushed. So when I, like, I said, <laughs> me, I didn't do anything. <laughs> oh, you did it. What did I do? I don't know, but you did it. <laughs> I <laughs> called him and told him about it. That's probably why he thought you pissed off at me. Like, I fucking, it was I, my I, cat, Chris. <laughs> I seriously, I got out of the shower, got dressed, and I, then I went to go, go to my car to grab my fucking shit. And then like, oh, the dogs are in the yard. I'm like, oh, okay, the dogs are in the yard. And then I noticed that his fucking door was open. And I was like, didn't think anything of it. Then I walk into the house. And I look outside of the side of glass w- uh, door, and I just see her. She's just standing there, like waiting to be let in. <laughs> like I fucking hate it out here. <laughs> <laughs> Made the wrong it's move. Fucking freezing. <laughs> but so okay, this is what it's like so, outside, huh? I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't like it. I like food and warmth. <laughs> and like she was like hell, like she and protection. Yeah, like, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> She, like, tried to run, but she, like, got, was terrified, and then, like, it was easy to get her, relatively, but still, like, it was stressful. But <laughs> it's <laughs> second stressful. thing I gotta say, fuck to this person, I'm gonna say their real name. It's somebody I used to work with. Her name is Tiffany. Now, I'm gonna give you a heads up, and sh- I'm gonna describe what the bitch looks like, alright? Why? I'll get to that. <laughs> so, I'm gonna give you full name and social because I don't give a fuck. Typical it's a very fucking Chris movie, white bitch, skinny <laughs> white girl. Uh, oh, that's why brown privilege. <laughs> Check your pigment, bro. Check your Check privilege, your bro. Pigment. I don't care. You're a doctor. Have listen. more respect for people, <laughs> especially women. God, women are funny. Okay. <laughs> yeah, get over it. <laughs> This bitch ain't funny. <laughs> <laughs> but so, we're funny. In case you find her, unless you know her, you you're gonna send her. the you're gonna sick the alcoholic castle, <laughs> allegedly in Reno. There goes our fucking here. bitch, right? Super skinny, typical, like no hips, no ass, no tits type of bitch. No, <laughs> she has tattoos though, right? This is what she did. This fucking coked out. But she, the typical coked out white girl, which I know doesn't narrow it down at all. Yeah, that's every white girl. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking, like, she's, like, she got, like, two of the sweetest people ever that I work with. Their names are Darian and Katie, and both of their jobs are in fucking jeopardy. And they had to speak, like, they were, like, like, they're both, like, what the fuck? And they had to be put into this room because, and, like, fucking questioned and, like, criticized and all this crazy shit. Because what this bitch Tiffany did this is what she did. It's ridiculous. Like, she goes, oh, like, there's, like, this little trick you can do at work. Okay, let's say uh, you need money, right? Okay. But in your, you have, you have a you bunch of money, money in your account, but you can only take out a certain amount from the ATM. Also, the ATMs at work charge you, like, five bucks to use it. So you can do this little trick. If you're a server there... You just, like, cash it out Yeah, you, what you can do is, like, okay, I'm going to pay for this one little thing, and then I'm going to tip the waitress $700. Comes out of your account, but who's a waitress? You. So you get that whole seven hundred dollars. So it's right. like it's a little, you know, little trick you do with the, just to get more money at that moment. She does that. She goes up to like uh, Katie and asks her like, "Oh, I'll offer four hundred dollars." Does it? And then a little while later, she goes up to Darian and does the same thing, but for seven hundred dollars. She leaves with eleven hundred dollars. Come to find out, she was terminated two days ago. Oh, oh come what? on, that's, that's a hustler. That's gay, How can you hate on her? Just because you're friends and you're an employee, Here's I understand that. That Here's makes sense. She's but... been friends. She's been like best friends with Darian for years. She ain't best friends with her. 
Obviously. That's what's so fucked about. That's like if you did that to one of us. Yeah, but. To both of us. <laughs> you did that to both oh, of us. Oh, by the way, happy, uh, happy birthday. Can you imagine yes. that? Like, someone's like, it's your best friend for years, and they just fucking fuck you over. They, they take Sounds that Sounds a lot like Adam. And, and not. <laughs> 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 this girl, wait, this girl also <laughs> fucked both of her friends. <laughs> Is she fucking people too? <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, and like, like I said, like, it's like, um, especially it's so, like, so especially bad for Darren, because like, not only were you like best friends for years, but like, She's like, like for you, like for the entire time I've worked there, I've heard about all these favors that Darian constantly does for this fucking bitch, and like she's a fucking. Mom. How long she, was she, she there? Mom, she has two kids to raise, and this fucking bitch is fucking almost like made her lose her job. I still don't know whether or not she has her job still. Like it's really fucked up. So I'm letting you guys know. Look out for that dumb bitch named Tiffany. Like, fuck that bitch, dude. Fuck the. So what's gonna happen? Fuck this town. <laughs> Calm down. This town's full of just I'm pulling out the way. But it's like the management kind of knows what happened, right? Like they they're know like, but look, but, but they're still holding like, it accountable. This looks like this looks like you were in on it. That's what they're. Oh. That's what they said. Oh, that's yeah. fucked up, dude. Yeah. So mm. hopefully. I mean, I could see that from a management standing. They already got written up. They already got written up. They got in hella trouble, and it's like, all right, we also might fire you. <laughs> I guess, and they're doing this big investigation. The bank's like, "Fuck you!" That's not come. Yeah, we're, there's, we're, yeah, like, the bank's not, not helping. Shit, yeah. And, uh, and the fucking the company's like, "Come on, bank!" Come on, just come on, come on, bank! bank can't do it this time, bro. <laughs> we bankrolled, bro. <laughs> Let's go, bank. Matter of fact, <laughs> Let's go, bank. matter of fact, matter of fact, a bigger bank that went bankrupt borrowed money from us. <laughs> we didn't even realize till three days later that the bank out the bank was already bankrupt. So we're in the same boat. You got um, a shout out? Yeah, I do. do I actually, tattoo artist probably No, again? I got a shout out to uh, this girl, Jessica Williams. She listened to the show. She says she dug it. Now, what's cool about it is... I don't blame her. Uh, what's cool about it is... Too bad she didn't rate and review. There's there's a... Uh, I know, right? Rate and review us on it. Um, there's a there's a fucking uh, podcast that I love, My Favorite Murder, which we talked about before. And then they have this... All their moderators online on their group chat is called Murderate. Oh. Murderinos. They call them Murderinos. So she started a page Murderinos. called Murderinos with the word Reno capitalized, like the R. To, and it's a whole collection of people who are fans of the podcast, fans of true crime, all collectively based in Reno. So I discovered, I was like, damn, this page just got a shout out on my podcast because the fact that fucking the name is genius, just plain and simple. And then uh, she's the uh, murderator, I believe, of the actual group page. And she listened. She said she dug the show. So uh, yeah, dude, definitely fucking shout out to Jessica Williams. Awesome. And I found out that Dak's friend is actually her sister-in-law, what? which is fucking really random and small town sort of thing. It's not random at all because it is a small town. Whatever, shout out to J-Dubs. J-Dubs, Dr. Williams. Let's get to this first topic we need to fucking cover immediately. You guys ain't ready to cover this album, bro. Oh, really? I'm not ready to cover this album. We're gonna start beatboxing. We ain't ready? Trying our bed in the morning. At night. Trying our bed in the morning. Watching haters wonder why Gambino got the game yeah. Half tied thicky, all she wanna do is bang yeah. Got her head done, French braids, now she ASAP Bino so insensitive, she asking why you say that Bad, I'm chillin', yeah. real nigga feelin' Rich kid asshole, paint me as a villain Still spittin' that cash flow, DJ Khaled I got penthouse on both coasts, PH balance Real nigga, I rep those, why though? Cause I said so Get deep in that Pepto, I got five on it like Ben Folds. I got more tail than that pet code, you faker than some sweet and low. Yeah, you got some silverware, but really, are you eating though? Yeah. Are you eating though? Nigga, are you eating though? Breakfast, lunch, and dinners for beginners. So we all know we're humongous fans of the 
Donald Glover, aka Childish Gambino, aka Danny G, aka Donnie G, aka, AKA Lando motherfucking Calrissian, aka aka, 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 AKA D to the G, homeboy, <laughs> aka Dub Jizz, you know what I'm saying? DJ Glover, <laughs> aka AKA giving the D like a G. <laughs> oh, what? Ended with that one. That's good. <laughs> so he finally released another album. It came out December 2nd, and I've been so stoked to talk about it because. Of how different it is from absolutely everything else that I have listened to this year within the hip-hop community. And I think it's for the better, personally. But the first thing I kind of want to do is get your guys' first impressions on it. Because it's not like a normal hip-hop album. It's actually kind of like a funkadelic, I would say. But in today's day and age, you don't have it's like a, a funk <laughs> funk it's genre black dynamite anymore. That's what it is. Yeah, That's right. what I should have called it. Uh, black dynamite. So what did you guys think? <laughs> I, I just I'll take I totally this dug it. Um cuz it really does have the uh, that 70s feel to it and it is very like the coolest 70s music too, not just like the silly disco kind of bullshit, but like the really cool kind of shit that the like stuff? like when they want to do like <laughs> it kind of reminded me of like a uh, like if they were going to make a really badass version of Starsky and Hutch or something like mm. that. It also kind of reminded me of um that Michael J. White movie, uh, Black Dynamite, like it reminded me oh, of that. Okay, yeah, like but... tongue in cheek kind of black exploitation movie. It's like we know that it's black exploitation and we're playing <laughs> all that back in a funny way, but it's still this guy's the baddest dude on the planet. Mm. Black um, Dracula as well, because he's the baddest motherfucker ever. Yeah, way better than no, uh, Joey Diaz talked about. You a black Dracula? He's the best. Dude, name me a better Dracula than Black Dracula. I don't <laughs> fucking think so. And he's a pimp or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> he's like going crazy off of it. I thought um, it was like a. It did, like, all the songs are very similar, and so, like, I listened to them all in a row, and it's, like, it was hard to tell when this, when, which one song to Yeah, <laughs> they all um, flow into each other, the entire track. Yeah. It's a, uh, the there's entire... one um, that it doesn't, and that's, like, from, um, I think it's Zombies Into Riot. All I see is zombies walking all around us. You can hear them coming. Hear them breathing, breathing down your spine. All I see is zombies. Because zombies is really slow and then riots like really fast paced. That was the only one that really caught me off guard. Um, but besides that, me and Mama, me and Mama, me and your Mama, me and your like yeah, I really like that one because the middle mid song it changes. Yeah.
it reminded me of a scene in one of those movies in the 70s where it'd be all soft, like kind of settings showed up in a conversation, like in a bar, just like one of those like, oh, tension's building, tension's building, and all of a sudden, boom, it fucking breaks out, and how crazy shit's about to happen yeah. in that bar, and you get Michael J. White beating a bunch of motherfuckers. <laughs> thought that was awesome. Also, Terrified was a really so good track. I really liked that one. There's a bottom to the Explain to people too, because it was unexpected what he did. I'll explain it. I just oh, wanted to okay, get your yeah. intake on. I liked it. I, I listened. I alluded to well, it. Well, yeah, yeah. well, I listened and I was like, "Whoa, what's going on here?" Because I wrote you, you know, because maybe I missed some group chat text through it and stuff like that. I didn't really get to under. Or I didn't really pay attention enough. So it was a complete surprise to me. So I, I liked it. Though. I dug it because. It reminds me of Sun Ra, and Matt Pendulette's obsessed with Sun Ra. Sun Ra is like a weird, like psychedelic jazz. He thinks he's like mm. from uh, Saturn, I believe. The guy's fucking crazy. If you seen this guy, you'd be like, oh, I know who that guy is. Sun Ra, he's fucking crazy ass looking <laughs> black dude. But his type of music is like weird. It's almost like Didgeridoo Sun type Ra. fucking Didgeridoo's. shit. He has I feel like so I've heard many of them, different albums, dude. Pretend. It's like he has like more albums than anybody. But that's what it almost reminded me of. It reminded me of like kind of Sun Ra. Even Dax said the same thing because we talked about Sun Ra. Couple months back, but it's fucking yeah, dude, crazy. Um, I liked it though. I totally dug yeah, it. It was so unexpected. You guys both enjoyed it. That's I, it was unexpected, and I what it brought me back to it was memory bears for me because it hella reminded me of anything I did psychedelic. It was in my head like, damn, if I listened to this while I was fucking on shrooms <laughs> or while I was taking acid or anything like that, like this yeah. would be the shit to listen to. And I then I heard that interview say the same fucking thing about like, well, it's, the Pharaoh's well, he, experience. He must talks have about been crazy. just being in the woods. He was talking about just being in the woods. Well, he was talking about okay, okay. So there, he did this concert in uh, at the Joshua Tree, and he called it Pharaohs, and it was a complete dome. Right, but he didn't want to have it packed because he wanted people to be able to dance and stuff. So it was limited tickets and all that good stuff. And then what he did is on top of the dome is he had virtual reality going the entire time with his song. So he would be singing, he had to have his band playing, and then you have all these like uh, shapes and designs being th- projected onto this dome that's right above you. So you can imagine if you're fucking tripping plus the music plus these visuals, it was probably a really fucking epic Dude, and spiritual that's a time. Story. <laughs> yeah. That's a story. That's a fucking. Suck it, Coachella. Like, go, <laughs> go kill yourself. Seriously, yeah. Like They yeah, try to so pack good. Coachella, and that's a problem. And they have this uh, shitty music. He, Donnie G was able to do something with fucking... Like, fucking with Native American headdress. Do something okay, basic so. ass. completely different than he ever did, and then give, <laughs> give, give the audience this fucking experience that they're never going to get again. They're, that's not going to be What's cool about thing. the Pharaoh's thing is that's probably not going to happen again. So, like, the people that got to go to that really did get, like, a once in a... Now, I'm sure he'll go on tour and do certain stuff, but that Pharaoh's thing was, like, a one-time get-it-now yeah. type of deal. And that's what Donald Glover loves doing for his fans. Yeah, well, Donnie G is, to me, he is what... 
what Shia LaBeouf wishes he could ever reach. Mm. Like that idea Have of just Have you seen Shia something? spit bars, no, though? Just, yeah, Shia yeah. spits bars. I didn't watch the video. <laughs> everyone keeps talking about it. And by everyone, I mean you. No, there's been uh, three videos recently that he's put out because he's been kind of like Soldier Boy, like Soldier Boy, Soldier Boy, right, is like talking shit like, fuck you, Shia LaBeouf, I'll kill your ass. Well, you that's retarded up. because Soldier Boy ain't even got bars. Like Shia has better bars than Soldier Boy. Name one song Soldier Boy did. Soldier Boy, the so one song, <laughs> crank that, ooh, crank that, ooh, that's it. Name another song. That's it. So one hit wonder. Shut yeah. the fuck up, Soldier Boy. Yeah, but like, no, I mean, uh, but I feel like what Shia LaBeouf is trying to do, like this Soulja artist, a fucking Pokemon fan. Really? Yeah. Mm. But like, with uh, how Shia LaBeouf is always like, you know, I'm an artist, or like, he wears that fucking stupid mat, or he wore like a paper bag over his head. I'm not famous, and like all those stupid things. He tries to do he all this do outrageous and artistic. He tries to do all this shit and try to be like big, and then like look at Donnie G. Donnie G doesn't be, even need to try, and he the, does something so amazing. Here's the difference. Well, the thing is, he did try. The difference is that Donald Glover tries to entertain his fans and do something that he thinks would be fun and interesting, whereas Shia LaBeouf tries. To be perceived as an artist. Yeah. That's and that's the thing about being a Donald Glover fan is if you're a Donald Glover fan, when this album came out, if you're a true Donald Glover fan, it didn't disappoint you. If you're a true Childish Gambino fan, it didn't disappoint you because you're in love with Donald Glover. You're not in love with Childish Gambino, the rapper, the persona. You're in love with Donald Glover, the musician, the actor, the writer. <laughs> yeah, the, the comedian, the stand-up comedian, exactly. the party animal. Like, it's fucking crazy. So the true fucking heads love the album. But I just want to address this really fast. It doesn't sound like anything else that he has ever put out. So there's a lot of people that got taken aback by it because what they wanted was what we got from his mixtape. So last year, or no, it was 20, his most recent 2014, one? he dropped a mixtape, and there was two sides to it. One side was called Kawhi, and it was a lot of singing with a little bit of, like, bars is what they call them. And then the other side was a straight mixtape, and it was straight bars. And that's what people like from Childish Gambino because going all the way back to 2010 when he's releasing, so I'm just going to break it down a little bit. Okay, so... Where we are now as an artist is Donald is finally making the music that he wants to make. Where he was when he first started was what he thought he needed to be in order to make it. So when he first came on the scene, he's a rapper and he's spitting bars, right? Bars, 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 just just like rapping, rapping. There's no singing. They're really like elementary uh, hip hop beats. There's not a lot of production behind it or anything. It's just him and his voice. Okay, it's childish, can't be no homegirl, drop it like the Nasdaq Move white girls like this coat up my ass crack Move black girls, cause man, fuck it, I'll do either I love pussy, I love bitches, dude, I should be running Peter in Adidas with some short shorts, B-O-O-R over me My green is where it's supposed to be, your green is in my grocery This Asian dude, I stole his girl and now he got that Koji beef My dick is like an accent mark, it's all about the over E Hot like a parked car and Dude, you are hitting the fucking nail on the head right now. If you follow him. Real quick, I just want to say real quick, I've been listening to it on Spotify, not like mm. like when I wanted to listen to the new album, I just put it on Spotify, and so it plays his past three, plays uh, Can't Play, the most recent one, and it plays Camp the new one, and like, and they're all radically different. Like, you could tell immediately when the song starts playing, oh, this is the early one, mm-hmm. this is the mid one, this is the new one. And, like, in that first one, like, like a lot of the songs, like Heartbeat and Bonfire and those songs. Oh, Heartbeat's a hell of a good song. I wanted you to know that I am ready to go. Heartbeat, my heartbeat. I wanted you to know whenever you 
they, bonfire they, he's, is so fucking Yeah, dude, good. <laughs> he seems so, like, angry, and, like, mm-hmm. he's, like, screaming out the lyrics. And, and he's, he's also like, in his feelings, though. He is. Throughout everything, he's in his feelings, but what he's doing But he has before, to try and be the angry rapper in order to And he's doing it with the, the words. And, like, he talks also about, like, not being accepted, and, like, oh, you talk white, and, like, no one really thinks I could do this. So he's, like, trying to fit, like you said a minute ago, him trying to fit the typical mold. And so he's like, look, I can do the typical mold. Yeah. I've done that. Now I did that really well. Next fucking album, uh, which I actually think is my favorite. Um, because the Internet or Camp. So he has Camp, Because the Internet, Awaken um, My Love. Those are the three albums. And then he has seven fucking mixtapes. Because, because, like, yeah, because yeah. Of the Internet. The one with um, the World Star. Yeah, 2005. I really like that one because I do like uh, how it's kind of more in the middle with like because I, I I do th- like the rap more like the bars more than the singing, uh, I I like that kind of hip hop more and I feel that he got better. Yeah, he definitely this, he definitely got, got better. better than the first album, so I was able to enjoy it more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, that doesn't mean I don't like the other. One. Right. No. <laughs> so he had camp because of the internet and then he has um, awaken my love. So he actually had a theme with camp and because of the internet. So what he did with Camp was there was an undertone throughout the entire album that he never really grew up from being a boy. And at the end of the album, there's a song that's called That Power. And he tells you the story about how he was on this bus. This is on a bus back from camp. I'm 13 and so are you. Before I left for camp, I imagined it would be me and three or four other dudes I hadn't met yet running around all summer getting into trouble. It turned out it'd be me and just one girl. That's you. And we're still at camp as long as we're on the bus and not at the pickup point where our parents will be waiting for us. We're still wearing our orange camp t-shirts. We still smell like pine needles. I like you, and you like me, and I more than like you, but I don't know if you do or don't more than like me. You've never said, so I haven't been saying anything all summer content to enjoy the small miracle of a girl choosing to talk to me and choosing to do so again the next day and so on. A girl who's smart and funny, and who, if I say something dumb for a laugh, is willing to say something two or three times as dumb to make me laugh, but who also gets weird and wise sometimes in a way I could never be. A girl who reads books and no one's assigned to her, whose curly brown hair has a line running through it, and where she put a tie to hold it up while it was still wet. Back in the real world, we don't go to the same school. And unless one of our families moves to a dramatically different neighborhood, we won't go to the same high school. So this is kind of it for us. Unless I say something. And it might especially be it for us if I actually do say something. The sun's gone down and the bus is quiet. A lot of kids are asleep. We're talking in whispers about a tree we saw at a rest stop that looks like a kid we know. And then I'm like, can I tell you something? And all of a sudden I'm telling you. And I keep telling you. It all comes out of me. Keeps coming, and your face is there and gone and there and gone as we pass underneath the orange lamps that line the sides of the highway, and there's no expression on it. And I think just after a point, I'm just talking to lengthen the time where we live in a world where you haven't said yes or no yet, and regrettably, I end up using the word destiny. I don't remember in what context. It doesn't really matter. Before long, I'm out of stuff to say, then you smile and say, okay. I don't know exactly what you mean by it, but it seems vaguely positive. And I would leave in order not to spoil the moment, but there's nowhere to go because we're on a bus. So I pretend like I'm asleep and before long I really am. I wake up. The bus isn't moving anymore. The dome lights that line the center aisle are all on. I turn and you're not there. 
then again, a lot of kids aren't in their seats anymore. We're parked at the pickup point, which is in the parking lot of a Methodist church. The bus is half empty. You might be in your dad's car by now, your bags and things piled high in the trunk. The girls in the back of the bus are shrieking and laughing and taking their sweet time disembarking as I swing my legs out into the aisle to get up off the bus, just as one of them reaches my row. That used to be our row, on her way off. It's Michelle, a girl who got suspended from third grade for a week after throwing rocks at my head. Adolescence is doing her a ton of favors body-wise. She stops and looks down at me, and her head is blasted from behind by the dome light, so I can't really see her face, but I can see her smile when she says one word. Destiny. Then her and the girls clogging the aisles behind her all laugh, and then she turns and leads them off the bus. I didn't even know you were friends with them. I find my dad in the parking lot. He drives me back to our house, and camp is over. So is summer, even though it's two weeks until school starts. This isn't a story about how girls are evil or how love is bad. This is a story about how I learned something. I'm not saying this thing is true or not. I'm just saying it's what I learned. I told you something, and it was just for you, and you told everybody. So I learned cut out the middleman, make it all for everybody, always. Everybody can't turn around and tell everybody. Everybody already knows. I told them. If this means there isn't a place in my life for you or someone like you, is it sad? Sure. But it's a sadness I chose. I wish I could say this is a story about how I got on the bus a boy and got off a man more cynical, hardened, and mature and shit. But that's not true. The truth is I got on the bus a boy, and I never got off the bus. I still haven't. And that's how it ends. So it goes into this thing. So he's still a boy. And then you have, because the internet comes out, and it's the whole entire story of the boy becoming a man. Because the internet? And then there's a screenplay (laughs) with it. And then you, dude, the screenplay he wrote for his album is fucking, it's not the greatest screenplay or anything like that. Dak was talking about it. She read it too, right? You read the screenplay, and then he tells you when to play the songs. And then you'll play a song, and then you'll be reading the screenplay as the song is going, and you're literally doing the motion picture in your fucking head as it's going. What a fucking artist. And so he had this fucking nice theme through the whole entire thing, and now he's finding the man. So everyone was having this theory... That, okay, well, Waken My Love, now he finally is the man, and it's going to be the man's journey about having this child now and how he's going to handle that. But he didn't do it. And to a lot of his hardcore fans, it was kind of disappointing because he set himself up for it so well, but he didn't deliver with his lyrics. Because, like you said, we've been saying there's not a lot of bars, and the stuff that he has on the new album, Awaken My Love, isn't anything necessarily like, oh man, that was such at least one good bar in there. No, it's really elementary. Me and your mama did feel like a, a song to a kid, like mm-hmm. singing to his child. Yeah, and that's what like this that. whole entire album is about, is him having his daughter. And he wanted to make an album. So, through each album that he's made, you can see him that he's growing. The first one, he wanted to be a rapper. So he came out and he was like, okay, I'm going to rap. So he started a Derek comedy. He already knew he was a good writer. So, of course, when he comes out and he writes, he's going to have bars because that's what he does. He's originally, at his core, he's a fucking writer. And so he's going to have great fucking lyrics, great bars and all that. And so he comes out with all these mixtapes and he's spitting fire. But nobody <laughs> wants to really uh, recognize him or be like, man, Donald Glover's really killing the game right now because he grew up somewhat privileged for a black kid. Now, he did grow up in the ghetto community and everything, but he grew up with two parents that are actually working. They weren't on welfare. They weren't in 
in poverty. So that's why he always says that I'm the I'm a black rapper for these white kids yeah. because black kids can't possibly like the same shit. And so throughout all these first mixtapes and the, even the first album, he's trying to be like, no, I can relate to the black community as well. I can be a rapper. I can be a singer. I can be this multifaceted artist. But he couldn't be a singer. And at the very beginning, his singing was very, very poor, and he would still fucking do it. Because Dude, he's a hell of a good singer to me. When he now sings, he's a good holy singer. Holy shit. It because is a practice skill. Yeah, like, 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 some people are like, they just can, but it is something that if you do it more and more often, you will get better. His at. earlier stuff, some of it even for me is Except hard me. to listen to. <laughs> the writing is good, dude. The bars are great. Like, he has so many great similes and metaphors. Like, it's mm. just like... Some of the stuff, I'm like, what? Like, oh, my God. Like, I'll rewind just that line. And I'm like, oh! Kill it. Kills me. And so seeing the progression from him being a rapper to a singer to actor to and then him juggling all this is, I think, what makes me such a big fan of him is he's not doing just one thing or the other. He's doing it all. But this is more about the album. So let's go back to the album. What? made this album different than all the other albums. Well, A, there wasn't a theme like most of them. There is a theme, and you can tell it's about his daughter. Well, and, maybe it's because I think what, like, what if, what if the, love, the love for your child life. can't be expressed with words? What if how he's feeling wi- about his kid, you can't express it with words, and the only way to do it is to express it through music? I mean, that could be like an underlying tone to like the album of what he was trying to get at. It's like, well, yeah, I could talk about all about the man growing up and everything like that. I can give you the trilogy of what I had, but I can't express how I felt when that day I got to lay eyes on my daughter. Like it, and the like only the way I can express is it is through yeah. music. The album is basically saying, this, what I'm feeling right now is indescribable. Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah. not going to try. I'm going to give you a couple of lines here and there, uh, like alluding to it, but mostly it's the music. You're supposed to feel the rhythm that the entire, that everything, every, like we talked about earlier, that every song goes into each other. It's like this overarching kind of just euphoria that you're supposed to feel that's what that's what he's feeling right now yeah and as a kid you could you could think of it that way or maybe we're reading too much into it <laughs> yeah. with what Donald Trump he's like dude with, dog with you're reading way too much into this no nah, man I just really love funk <laughs> I just wanted to do you funk you have to be looking deeper that's his whole entire thing since camp since because of the internet and because of the internet there was an entire hidden track that you had to know how to code. You had to go on to Donald's site, read the code, figure out, oh, he's telling me a message, and then he fucking found a fucking song, and then we, he, he, what? Someone went into the code of his website, found the fucking song, and then pulled it out, and then uploaded it, and now we all have the fucking Is he like, that's what he does. He leaves all these little Easter eggs for his true fucking fans, and he, and he, he blesses you essentially with these little fucking trees. Because the discovery of that, when to be the go, first one to find that, is like awesome. Do you know about this? Because I discovered it. And because of the <laughs> I'm internet, I'm not crazy. <laughs> and because of the internet, um, we got born. Oh, I lost my fucking train of thought. I just keep thinking about community and how that show always had that kind of shit. Yeah, the Easter egg. <laughs> and he's like, I'm gonna yeah. take that to its logical conclusion because <laughs> nerds already like me. So most nerds know how to program. Oh, he says niggas need to learn code. Like. <laughs> <laughs> And and because that's the, internet, the line you forgot. That's, that's, <laughs> no, that's the whole entire motive. He's sitting there saying everyone needs to learn code because the better you can get with computers, the better you're going to be able to actually be within society. Like hacking is going to be a fucking thing, and all this great stuff. You so need to learn code. that's fucking. You need hilarious. to learn code. You need to be on the fucking on, on the, the grind. Yeah. You know. So that's you have to be looking quote. deeper with all of his music. Like I think that the hidden track on this one is 
Um, it's track uh, 10. It's the night me and your mama met because everything else in the album has a chorus or a little bit of lyrics, even if it's not bars or whatever. There's something there. But the night me and your mama met is straight just guitar. There's no actual lines, bars, or anything. So I think that he left something in a code that the true fans are going to have to go find, and then we'll find the lyrics and all that. Get to stuff. it, nerds. Yeah, so it, it's going to happen. But let's go back. So this album was taken as a flop because it wasn't like anything else he had done. When, when someone comes out and they release an album, let's say Taylor Swift's going to come out and release an album, what are you expecting from Taylor Boyfriend Swift? Boyfriend songs. Exactly. And if you don't <laughs> get that from her, wouldn't you be Poppy. upset if you were you're a Taylor gonna, Swift you're gonna, fan? You're like, because she has a fan base based off her poppiness. Mm-hmm. If she came out with a fucking album that wasn't pop anymore, it was something, com- it was reggae, like everyone like, what the fuck? Exactly. Dude, They'd come be on. fucking You're furious. You're a moron. What are you? That's not you. That's exactly. not what got you popular. So that's you what people are trying to say. Here, oh, that's man. not you. Oh, man, you got to go back to your bars. You don't. You, you must have forgot go back your, to roots. your roots. And he's like, no. Instead I'm, of oh, instead of appreciating oh, the fact that oh, you're evolving. Exactly. He's fucking evolving, and You're I think not allowed it's beautiful. Evolve, faggot. <laughs> it's, uh, right now, it's so fucking needed. Right now, it's so needed in hip hop. You got Kanye going off the fucking rails, and his last album was not that good at all. So right now, hip hop is in the in the search for their new Kanye, their new Jay Z, their new Eminem, Tupac, Biggie. Like, who's gonna rise to the top and and set the tone? And I think what this did is it really allows for these new artists to come in there instead of being the same hip hop artists. Like, you got your Travis Scott, your uh, Mogels, your all these dudes that are coming out. Your Lil Yaki, who can <laughs> barely fucking write anything. They have a team of writers, but they do that stupid vocalizer with their voice, and they sound like they're sipping on lean. And for some reason, the trend with hip-hop right now is that's the thing. Like, I don't understand why, but that's why everyone's about it, you know? Like, I don't know why, but that's the state that hip-hop's in right now is every single fucking new song, every single new artist, they all fucking sound the same, and it's all generic. They can't really rap. They can't really sing. They're using the computer to do all this fucking shit, and it's nonsense. So I well, think what Chance... Well, at least that means a lot of code, though. Chance, yeah, <laughs> Chance Gambino. I think what really this album's gonna do is it's gonna influence Chance so much because Chance takes so much influence from Kanye and that's why you got blessings and you got all these songs just because Kanye is on this tip and he takes so much inspiration from him but now what he's seeing is that Kanye is going fucking crazy and it's starting to actually affect him too he's not going on tour now and all this stuff because he's there for Kanye or whatever but what I think it's going to do is it's going to shift the momentum instead of going for the Kanye stuff then he was leading this hip-hop phase so you had the vocalizer whenever you couldn't sing that's why 
it's big. It's because of Kanye. Kanye made it big. When he first did it, he wasn't doing it like they're doing it now. He, he did it um, in a way that was genius. It was creative. It wasn't he was just singing. He, he was using it in other ways that really put his music on the next level. But what's happening now is they're not. They're relying on this vocalist. They're yeah, relying yeah, on all these... Digital effects. Remember, he wasn't relying on it. Kanye wasn't relying on it. He was using it to try something new. Mm-hmm. Remember Boondocks made a whole thing about that? Remember yeah, Thug yeah, Nipissing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thug couldn't yeah. think of a new album. It was completely just writer's block, had nothing. And then he was like, oh, check out this vocalizer, man. <laughs> you don't have to sing, man. You don't even know how to sing with this nah, shit. Nah, Thug Nipissing. <laughs> nah, man. Nah, that's man. pretty lame, Thug Nipissing. <laughs> He's like a little young ass Riley. Yeah, yeah, Riley's so good. <laughs> that's such a good. That's and a fucking. Like, and they hit you, like, yeah, that's like it is such a fucking like, dude, don't fucking do that. I hate the vocalizer. So I'm really hoping that what's gonna happen is Chance is seeing all this. Chance is still, Chance is influenced heavily by Childish Gambino, and no one saw this fucking album coming. It's straight funk. It's straight fucking like bass lines, symbols. And a fuck you can fuck to the whole album. Oh yeah, the whole it's entire a, it's album. A, it's a sex marathon album. It seriously is. Where like you like you can like here's what you, you can fuck, and then when you're taking your break, getting your snacks and your Gatorade mm-hmm. and all that stuff, <laughs> keep the fucking tracks on, mm-hmm. and you're just like you'll be all relaxed because you're already relaxed from you just busted. And I was like, oh yeah, this is amazing fucking music, and then like. Uh, two minutes later, like you want to go again, and then you c- c- go again. Two minutes later, <laughs> and then you go again, and like that's, that's what like that's that's what this fucking album is really made for. It's so made. It's, it's made it's for so going made again. For baby <laughs> it's made for going. Like, you really sex can't. Really an Adney's fucking it's album. It's also <laughs> great. That's what's also great for like thirty-five <laughs> minutes of straight. Just going at it again and again. Secret trap track is just him saying this dedicated to Dr. That's Dodney. That's 15 rounds. We're going fucking That's going. That's 15. <laughs> that is going the distance. Because it's 45 minutes. Yeah. 15 no, three-minute yeah. rounds. Let's do this, Jim. <laughs> Let's do this, Jim. <laughs> I'll give you 30 seconds, then we'll break for two minutes and 30. <laughs> so, so I think at the end of the day, I, I absolutely love this fucking album. And I think instead of it backfiring on him, because he's getting a lot of um, critical... Black bullshit right now people are like oh it's it feels like a funk album that he didn't try hard enough on most funk albums and also have like deeper meanings and uh lyrics and it, it's telling you a deeper but everything with this uh, album is on the surface and it's like right in front of your face and i think that was intentional i think he went out there and he didn't want to do too much because he already knew to it was going to be different to look for the actual meaning exactly of the yeah it would have been too much because he's already doing something that's completely different from everything else that he's done that i think he's just going to feed us a little bit at a time and what's another little i just thought of this just now is like because there's a lot of people putting out music right now that's reminiscent of 80s Vard a lot of 80s style music in different genres, and he's like, decade back, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> decade back, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what's up. So I think he's really putting the hip hop game and he's fucking turning it upside down, and he's saying, you don't have to be conventional. You can see these trends, you can see how the way that uh, everything is selling, and you can try to do that. You can try to go be that person and, and go that route, or you can really love what you're doing and love what you're creating and not you don't give a fuck about the response that you're going to get and i think that's the entire theme of this album i think that's how what he was thinking about while he was making it of course it's hard making an album is so fucking hard you got to get your samples cleared you got to make sure that you're not stepping on anyone's toes you got to make sure you're producing everything and so i can see where he would come out in an interview and say man it was really fucking hard 
but I doubt that he doesn't absolutely love it. I, I guarantee he loves this Come creation on. that he made, but he's so fucking busy that right now I don't even think that he can reflect on it. I think that he fucking pumped it out and he's already fucking doing Lando shit or he's like he's got to write another season for Atlanta or he's got to go and do fucking this or go and do this that I don't think he's really going to be able to like sit back and and smell the roses essentially for a solid six months and at I least I want to know what he's doing to prepare to be Lando I don't, dude didn't this Just album kind of feel like a Lando album oh, <laughs> it, would it would totally match the whole entire theme of Lando and everything because like Lando like the way Billy Dee Williams played him in Empire it had come out in 19 80 but like that wasn't er, that was uh wasn't late enough in the 80s to be 80s-esque it was still very 70s those movies right um and he did come out as like just the cool fucking black dude in the movie that's how Billy D. i just want to keep saying so jive I, the jive so motherfucker I th- I, so i really hope i, speak jive. I, but I really hope Airplane. that he's he's hanging out with Billy D. williams right now drinking cult 45 <laughs> and just fucking just like let me be like you, man. I think we're going to get the album of the year from Chance next year. It's going to be his first album. He's going to win like seven Grammys. And I think it's going to be heavily influenced by Awaken My Love, by this record. His last he's going to be like, okay, he's going to be like, because he, like, like you said, he's so influenced by Kanye. And he, he's like, I think listening to this album is going to snap him into what you were saying. Exactly. Like, oh, wait, no, this motherfucker's, everyone's, off, his motherfucker's off the rails. Everyone's mediocre. Everyone's doing the same thing. And now my friend did this, and it's so better. It's oh, so better, they're friends? So oh, better. yeah. They have an entire fucking mixtape together. Now, that's also something I wanted to bring out. It's not released yet. But once that does get released, that is going to be your old Childish Gambino that everybody says that they're missing right now. Those are your bars are going to be oh, there. He's back. There's an <laughs> entire mixtape that's sitting there, and it's him and fucking Chance the Rapper. That's going to be an amazing just mixtape in your face, bars, 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 bars. That's going to be great. So you're still going to have your rapper Gambino, and then you get this other fucking Musician. thing that I think's great. The production on this album is beyond fucking perfect, dude. The guitar on certain fucking tracks, the fucking way that he's using the drums, almost everything was done by his producer. His name's Ludwig, and that fool's a fucking gangster. The way that he's playing the guitar on some of this str- the these songs is so fucking perfect, and it's just beautiful, and you're just like, yeah, man, I can fuck around with this. It's so fucking pretty, dude. I absolutely love it. So I think when it's all said and done, this album is going to actually be something that's going to inspire a lot of new artists, and it's going to actually create, I think, something for the better for hip-hop as a whole. And I I think it's better for hip-hop as a whole that we got this album. Okay, last take. Favorite song on the album? I know you didn't listen to it a lot, so you probably don't even know the name of the song. No name, I don't know. Yours is Terrified? Terrified is really good. Mine's definitely Stand Tall. When the sun is rising over streets so barren Since the evening, colors flash before my eyes I feel like a child so young and new in 92 I listened to what my father said Keep all your dreams, keep standing tall If you are strong, you cannot fall There is a voice inside our soul So smile When you can When you can 
this album is so fucking good. I absolutely love it. If you want something new, you want something refreshing, you don't zombies want something that's like, the same really, fucking thing. What I really thing. like about zombies is that it's like basically about leeches. Yeah. who say they're going to help you, but they just fucking leech off of you. Like producers, I think is what he was talking yeah. about mostly. And shitty like entourage kind of fan. Like yeah. That, you know what I mean? But. Fair uh, weather. I, I don't really gotta. I don't, it's I don't hard know. to, dude. I've this album has been on repeat this entire fucking week. I, I can't turn it off. I'll be welding and then I'm just jamming, dun, 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 and I'm like, man, these welds are coming out good. It's because I'm in a good mood. <laughs> these like, welds are coming out good. Like, I'm fucking nailing this that's, right now. Let's weld, champ. Let's <laughs> weld, champ. Huh? It's because of fucking Gambino and fucking Chance, man. Like, I absolutely fucking love these guys. So I'm, I'm. I'm beyond stoked that he, he And you he get a platform to talk about him instead of just talking about him to your grandfather. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> we, got, we, got a, we got another one coming up next week, J. Cole. We'll be reviewing J. Cole's album next week. That shit's going to have plenty of bars for all you haters out there. <laughs> fight! Fight fucking talk! Fight fucking talk! Hey, hey, y'all! Fight fucking talk! Fight. Yeah, yeah, we're going to fight fucking talk! Fight fucking talk! Hey, you! Fight fucking talk! Uh-uh, going to fight Alright, first off, quick apology. Because uh, it's right now it's December 7th, right? So by the time this episode airs on the 12th, there has already been about a dozen fights that happened <laughs> on Saturday the 10th. Yeah, the 10th, there's a lot of fucking fights. Anthony Joshua. Oh, who's Anthony Joshua fighting? Uh, uh, fucking. I just, I just forgot his name. What? Eric Molina. Eric Molina, who gave... What? He lost in a knockout to uh, Deontay Wilder, but he gave him fits. And he gave... It was made it a real tough fight for Deontay. I think that it's going to be an easy fight for Joshua, though. What's funny is Shannon Briggs came by his camp. Like, Shannon Briggs is in England right now, and he came by Joshua's camp to just say what's up. I'm like, oh, what's up, champ? I'm here to support (laughs) the champ. And, like, they're friends. Like, they were happy to see each other. But they're in the same weight class, yeah? Yeah, and Josh was like, what's up, man? When are you fighting next? In his super British accent. And he's all like, man, they're not giving me a fight, man. We're trying to figure this out. These motherfuckers all going to But, uh, yeah, that, I thought that was cool. But he's fighting. Also, um, a fighter I talked about on the show before is uh, Terrence Bud Crawford, undefeated star motherfucker who got shot and survived yeah. and drove himself to the hospital. Uh, top 10 pound-for-pound type guy. He's taking on John Molina. <laughs> Who I've also talked about, I was like, wow, he actually boxed way better this past fight. <laughs> Never seen a fight like that. <laughs> He's a knockout puncher. He's fighting Crawford, but it's gonna, it's gonna be a Crawford win. Uh, there's, a, there's a bunch of fights going on, but Damn, there's, just, one, there's a fucking two UFC events, a World Series of fighting I, event, like, happened out of nowhere, and the kickboxing event. That's it's crazy. Like, there's so much. I was so preoccupied with fucking Warden Kovalev and Lomachenko Walters, and then I was just thinking about Bernard Hopkins. Fight against uh, Joe Smith, and then just this, all these fights. I was just like, oh, those are happening later. Jesus right? Christ, dude, those are all on Saturday. I'm gonna have a whole Saturday. I need three fucking computers because I'm gonna need four days to watch all these <laughs> Seriously. But oh, so what boy. we're gonna do is, uh, by the time you hear this, it'll <laughs> the earliest. It'll be the 12th, and uh, on the 17th, Bernard Hopkins is going to be fighting Joe Smith Jr. at light heavyweight, and it is Bernard has said over and over again, this is going to be. The final fight of his career, which started in 1988. Damn, 88. He's bro. been a professional fighter longer than I've been alive. <laughs> the man is 51 years old. He's going to be 52 in January, so you could call him 52 right now. Yeah, might as to. well. Like it's his. Br- I, I looked it up right before the cast. I know it's January 15th. Is his birthday? Oh, okay. January 5th, fucking 10th. So like a, so yeah. It's a month away. So he's 51 in you know 11 months. 
Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> and here he is. He's still one of the very, very best at light heavyweight. Like, it's, it's crazy. How can you be that good this old? Throughout his entire career, do you just, what, not get hit? That's Has it. he gotten hit or what? Like, I just, he's 51. And, okay, so, um. Earl Grey T, my nigga. Yeah, but he's in, he's in the hardest hitting division. That's Patrick Stewart did it. But, uh, so, um, he did start a little bit late. Uh, like 30 late? No, no, not, not that late, but, um. Like and he was in his mid twenties when he went pro, and uh, and like he he never took a sustained beating in the ring. He was always like in, early in his career he was very aggressive. That's why they called him the executioner. He had a lot of fucking power in the right hand. He would destroy guys at middleweight. But he became much much more of a boxer. He was more technically sound and cared about defense. He's so good at rolling with punches and making you miss. How he has great uh, awareness of distance. He just befuddles guys. He's so good at that. So he's never taken a beating in the ring, and he's remarkably disciplined. Uh, last time we mentioned Hopkins on the podcast, I talked about how when he left when he left prison, the warden told him, "You're going to be back here." And that stayed with him, and it stayed with him to this day. And every day when he wakes up, when he thinks about doing anything stupid or irrational, he remembers that guy and how badly he wants to prove him wrong. Every day of his life has been dedicated to proving that motherfucker wrong. I think he did a successful job. He did a pretty successful (laughs) job. And that mentality has spread farther than just the warden to every boxing writer in the fucking world who's ever said he's old. Or Don King trying to buy him out. Yeah, he's always said, fuck you. I'm not old. Let me show you something. I'm not uh, old. This is a guy who You're ne- old. This You're guy who never drinks. <laughs> He'll have like a glass of champagne after a fight, mm-hmm. and like that's it. He doesn't. He have a piece of cheesecake. So does he? And n- that's it. Does he? Other n- than that, he's incredibly dismayed what he puts in his body, what he eats, uh, how he trains. The guy is never out of shape. He's always just ready to fight. So has he not been in a brawl because he's like a defensive fighter, as in like a Floyd fighter, or has he not been in a brawl just because he's more like a ghost, like you just can't hit him, or is it? A- He's clenching you up. He's getting you into these positions where you're not be, being able to really fire any good shots to really hurt him. He's a little bit uh, similar to Floor, Floyd and also Andre Ward in that he just nullifies you. He slows. He knows how to slow down the pace of a fight and frustrate you and make you mad. He has a lot of shit talking too that gets in your head. Really? <laughs> and, like uh, during the fight? In the buildup, oh. you know, and then he'll tease you in the middle of the fight. He's, he's just, he has a really good moments of teasing motherfuckers during mm-hmm. fights. And uh, he knows how to go to the body really well when you least expect it. He has a great jab. He just – he fucks up your rhythm and he gets in your head and he just – he slows down the pace. Like he makes you question – he makes you think twice, three times before you make a move and he's pouncing on you the whole time. Mm. Uh, he, he's a great tactician and he, he doesn't throw a lot of punches. He doesn't dance around. He moves around and he does, he's not afraid to clinch and he's not afraid to hit you in the dick during that clinch sometimes. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, he, like, he likes those low blows, huh, Pimp? Every now and then he'll throw a little That's bit. That's not very champ like, champ! A little bit, just a little bit. He doesn't do it a lot. He, he, he didn't do an Orlando Salido on anybody. Oh, but not like rash guard low blows, like legit low blows. Like a like like not like not the bottom of the cup. The top of the cup. <laughs> you know he knows the ref is on the right side, so he'll fucking tie he's up a top and block. He's a top cover. He'll block he the ref. Top oh, he's definitely top. Dude, fucking just top cover. <laughs> Fuck you. But um, he is that type of fighter. And over the year, through not taking any punishment, through taking care of his body, through being disciplined, he's been able to have such incredible longevity. And even after losses, like. It was like in 2001, 
right? He had been a champion for six years. Damn. Middleweight champ for six years. Was he an active champion or like a one fight a year champion? Couple fights a year. Okay. Uh, he was middleweight champion for 10 years and made a total of 20 successful defenses. Oh. Um, Holy that's shit. That's funny. Like, and like this year. guy, like he always, like, like, there's so many times we had these amazing setbacks and it didn't bother him. <gasps> I have a question. What? How many times has he pulled out of a fight? Pulled out of a fight? Like yeah, said, I don't due to injury or something like that. Probably not never. Probably not never. He's postponed fights. That's it. Postponed? That's yeah. fair. But like, that's against, the problem with MMA. Against, Everyone's canceling yeah. fights. Against Chad Dawson uh, in the fight, Chad Dawson tackled him and dislocated his shoulder and he's like got it. In the fight, right there, and he was like, "Chad Dawson was talking all the shit." But uh, tackled him in a yeah. boxing match. Yeah, it's he really hates me with your hands. I'm gonna tackle you. I would. Right? Like that's why I couldn't be a boxer, just because like my my programming is like I, I'm getting hit. I'm getting. Oh, I'm gonna try to take Go you. Go legs. <laughs> or one. You know, or one. That's, that's actually like, why I'm not a fighter. He's had so many setbacks. Like not not just the going to prison thing. That was a pretty big setback. <laughs> but in his first professional fight, his debut, he lost. Oh wow! Like decision loss or decision loss. Okay. He's never been knocked out. Oh wow! Never been knocked down. What? Never been knocked he's down? Got, he's got a beard, too. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and the power's in the beard, bro. <laughs> yeah, oh, his amateur fight, he didn't have a beard. He lost all of them. <laughs> That's Adnil back me up on that, right? But then uh, he went on a tear, started, you know, found his rhythm, started dominating. His first title shot was against a young, in his prime, Roy Jones Jr., which he lost by decision. And then two years later, he got another shot at the title, of the vacant title, and the fight ended in a draw. And, no, but he did go down. Yeah, he. My bad. I don't know why I was like thinking. a body shot. Or he did, he went down in this fight that I'm talking about. That was I, that was by mistake. God, but you he suck, did go, bro. I thought your sorry. memory is on spot. It usually is. It really is. Give me a break. <laughs> okay, right. the I'm one because we started recording at 8 p.m. Stevie's fault. Stevie's fault. <laughs> Stevie's I'm fault. Seven seven p.m. But whatever. Whatever, dude. You like, said six yesterday. He got dropped. You're a piece of shit. He got six dropped. Six minutes past seven is what I said. You're a piece shit. Exactly when we started. Six minutes past seven. Uh, he got dropped a couple of times, and he fought his way to a draw, even though most people thought he won the fight still. Wait, he got dropped more than once? Twice. So he fight, twice. So he had fight. two 10-8 rounds. Yeah. And he came back but to draw. Has, but like from what, like from reports, he basically won all the other rounds. Wow. And he still got a draw. It's like, oh, another big fucking setback. But immediately was super pissed off and got a rematch against the guy and knocked him out in the seventh. Oh, wow. And then proceeded to defend the fucking title 20 times. <laughs> and in two, God, 20 fucking times. That's crazy. That was in, 90, That's that was in 95. And in 2001, after six years, reigning as the middleweight champion, he fights Felix Trinidad. And everyone, everyone in the boxing world told him he was going to lose. Yeah, everyone, I heard He's about, getting I've, knocked out. He's getting destroyed. He's 35 years old. There's no way he wins this fight. This guy is a fucking monster. He has bricks in his hands. He's going to kill Bernard Hopkins. And Bernard Hopkins turned in... What was one of the most masterful boxing performances in history, not just his career. He absolutely dismantled this undefeated monster, made him look silly and stupid. And in the 12th round, when Trinidad is desperately looking for a knockout, trying to do anything he can to beat Hopkins, what does he do? Hopkins drops him with the right hand and knocks him completely fucking out. No, Holy no way. shit. <sighs> Trinidad, who's, all, who's famous for his left hook and his left uppercut, goes for a left uppercut, but fucking Hopkins slips and throws a right hook at the same time and just, boom, right at the point of the chin, dropped him out. 
and just out for all ten seconds. Just done. Yeah, just done. He was done. Holy shit, dude! At the end of a masterful where he People won every lost second their of the fucking round. Shit on the twelfth. Like I can understand a knockout in an early round, yeah. But at the twelfth, <laughs> and you're like, all right, it's gonna go. Dude, to the can cards. you imagine? It's gonna go to the nut. Or to, it's gonna go yeah. to the points. The bookies. <laughs> oh my god! Every single bookie and they shit their fucking pants <laughs> when that happened because they're paying. Out because guaranteed Trinidad was a probably a big. He was favorite. a huge favorite, and there was probably a, a lot favorite. of people like, oh, like an Adney who put the money like, on Hopkins. Ooh, I bet right. you that was one of the biggest nights for betting that they were like, uh, we might have to leave town. <laughs> yeah, like casino, I don't know if we're gonna be able to pay people. <laughs> they go into the casino, and everything just like. All the people are gone, and hell, just like like a duct tape all around them. They skipped town. Yeah. Like, like a lot of people accuse Trinidad of cheating because he had so much power. Like, there's no way that's real. Like, that's how powerful that guy was. Like, there's no way his power is real. People accused him and shit. They had a how concept. is like um, quick little tangent? How strict is their drug testing, like for steroids and stuff? Is it strict or oh, not? Oh yeah, like they um. It's gotten stricter over the years, of course. It's not they like do. fucking UFC where they come to your house and jack you off. Brutal, but like caught by cheating when huh? they made that they thought that like he was putting plaster in his wraps a la Antonio Margarito. But they, everyone always checked his gloves and his wraps after fights. I was like, oh, it's legit. This is real stupid. This is stupid. No one hits this hard. <laughs> but um, he did that. And then like three years later, they're like, okay, maybe now he's old. <laughs> maybe he's old now. It's 2004. Australia Hoya moved up. De La Hoya is going to fight him. De La Hoya is going to knock that out. This is going to be like Leonard Hagler. That's what this is going to be like. Mm-hmm. No. Hopkins destroyed him yeah. and knocked him out in the eighth round with a body shot. Holy Actually, shit. Actually, his last knockout. He hasn't scored a knockout oh, since, really? which is funny. But, uh, Wait, so that was in 04? 04. Damn, the fucking next year, 2005, years. he finally loses the title to Jermaine Taylor. Finally fucking loses after 20 successful defenses. Holy shit, then, I know Jermaine Taylor. And then loses the rematch. Everyone's like, Okay, now he's done. Okay, finally, he's 40 years old. It's finally over for Bernard Hopkins. He's, it's, do, it's done. It's done, right? It's done. He's done. It's done. It's done. He can it's retire. Done. Finally retire. You said you were never going to fight over 40. He's like, yeah, I said that. But you know what I'm going to do? Instead of retiring at the age of 40 after losing two fights in a row, I'm going to jump up 15 pounds and take on Antonio Tarver, the guy who just beat Roy Jones twice. What? He and, he just, and he fucking took him to school too. What so he jumped from middleweight to light heavy? Yeah. Wow. What? And, like, that fight had that was on pay-per-view and nobody bought it because everyone was like, oh, well, it's just going to be a Tarver win. Nobody cares. Nope. <laughs> Hopkins, once again, proving everyone wrong. Is he in the list of, like, what you would say is the best, like, top ten, at least in the list of best oh, fighters? I feel like it's got to be top five. Uh, no. No? Uh, he's no. in, the, like, the top five greatest middleweights of all time. I think he oh, has to fair. be on that list. Oh, yeah, okay, that's yeah. fair. Um, light heavyweights, he is a pretty, like, we... Like, that's what's funny. On light you can, you like, can pre- take, if you take just what he did at middleweight... That's a Hall of Fame career. If you take just what he did at light heavyweight, arguably Hall of Fame career. If you factor in his age, what? probably Hall of Fame career. Like, that's two different things. He's essentially had two different careers. Yeah, but like, you put him together, like, all-time great. You know what I mean? Damn, like, that's how amazing. Like, he nuts. took on Antonio Tarver, took him to school, then took on Winky Wright, who was a top five pound-for-pound guy, beat him. It was a close fight, but he beat him. Then he loses, finally, <laughs> To Joe Calzado. So how is he losing when, when he finally is losing? There's a couple matches now. Not by number. By very razor-thin decisions. Wow. Oh, shit. Jermaine Taylor overpowered him, and that's why everyone thought he was old. Was like, well, he got physically overpowered by this young guy, so he must be old now. Then he starts winning fights again. Then Joe Calzaghi beat him because Calzaghi has incredibly fast hands, huge volume puncher, and great footwork, and he was able to use that and barely beat Hopkins. Hmm. And, of course, Kazagi's now in oh, the Oh, the fame. footwork, because Poppins probably couldn't slow him down to get him exactly. in his pace. 
he outpaced him and everything. And uh, hot, and uh, Kazagi retired forty six and zero. He's in the Hall of Fame now. He got inducted already. Damn. Um, but uh, so, bad. so bad. And but then after that, we're like, okay, maybe now he's done. <laughs> okay, he's forty three years old. 2008. 43. And Jermaine Taylor, the guy who beat him, just got demolished by this young kid named Kelly Pavlik, who's 34-0 with 30 knockouts. The guy's a monster. And he's like, I'm going to fight Hopkins. <laughs> and everyone is not only talking about Hopkins is going to lose, but, oh, Kelly Pavlik is going to be the – I remember all the articles being written. Everyone's talking about he's finally going to be the guy to knock out Hopkins. Finally, the guy to be a knockout is going to be Kelly Pavlik. That's what it's going to be. And in one of the most emotional wins of his career, once again, after everyone said he was going to lose, after everyone said, this is it for you, after the all of the media telling the world, Hopkins is done, get ready to see the fall of a legend and the rise of a star. That's what they kept saying. He's finally going to get knocked out by this huge power puncher. He said, fuck you, how dare you doubt me. And he just dominated the kid for 12 rounds and showboated, stuck his tongue out, was doing weird bolo punches and just... The wind-up for- thing? Yeah, forcing like everyone to see. Like, I have faster hands than this kid who's in his 20s. I'm old enough to be his dad, and I'm faster than him, and I'm just a better fighter. And at the end of that fight, before the scorecards were even read, because it's obvious who won the fight, he walked over to press row, leaned over the ropes, and silently, with a straight face stared each and every one of the writers in the face, stared them all down, as if to say, Suck my dick. (laughs) He put his metaphorical dick right in their fucking mouth in front of everybody and said, what are you going to do? And they could be like, what were you saying? They couldn't do anything. You said I was going to get knocked out? That's what you said, right? Swallow that cum You didn't say a fucking word. Swallowed it. Didn't say a fucking word. Didn't yell. He wasn't angry. He was just like, "Do you respect me now? Are you gonna stop doubting me now?" <laughs> and that's not even the end of his fucking story. It just keeps going. It just keeps fucking going. Because later he became the oldest man to ever win all undisputed title at forty six. How is he not? Out. How is he not in the top five of all time? Just because, like, maybe not. If you like put the way age into it, it, if you put age into it, then like, I feel like he's gotta be. He's up absolutely there. the greatest over forty fighter of all time. If he's like all the fighters at. Past the age of 40, you put them all in a giant pit. Hopkins leaves. <laughs> Everyone else is done. Everyone else is dead because he killed people. <laughs> but, uh, but like, it, it's hard to say how he would do it. That's fair. Plot through. That's, that's, that's I wouldn't fair. say, like, because like, if I were to tell you who would be in the top five, it, it's just. It's like a two-hour conversation. <laughs> you got guys like Harry Greb who started at welterweight, destroyed everyone at welterweight, and then ended up beating up heavyweights. Really? You know what I mean? Like, guys like that. Wow. And fucking re- with one eye for half his career. You know Damn, I was a Michael Bisping shit. <laughs> One eye? Yeah, that guy was in... He's got like 260 wins to his fucking... Pro name. career? Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. That's Some Lomachenko so amateur crazy. shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I'm just... I, I'm telling you all of this. I'm trying to go trudging through his story. I know it's, I know this is very long and this very long topic, but I just want to emphasize the importance of, of this, this fighter, man's career. Yeah. And what he did and what he was able to do, no matter how many times he was doubted and how many times he still came back and remained relevant. I mean, he won three fights in a row against th- three of the top five light heavyweights in, in the world in entertaining fights, took him to school before he lost to Kovalev. 
You know what I mean? Like this is after he lost. Like he won the undisputed light heavyweight championship, and then he lost. Oh, it. I didn't realize he lost to Kovalev. That's what we yeah. talked about. That's why the whole oh, Kovalev Andre I, Ward thing was exciting. He won the undisputed light heavyweight championship of the world. Then he lost to Chad Dawson. That whole thing happened, and it's like. Okay, finally lost again. Maybe he's done. Once again, everyone's... At the, he is 65 now. So is he old? <laughs> By this time, he's like 48. And everyone's like... Now everyone's like, I'm really scared to bet against him. <laughs> I'm really scared. And what does he do? He beats three young-ass dudes in a row who were all top-level guys. Takes all three of them to school and actually entertaining fights. Like he's entertaining for the first time ever. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, he puts on some really, like, some brawls and drops the guys. He fucking... Big drama show. He wins decisions, but he still drops some hurts and all that stuff. Then he loses the fight to Kovalev. And that was his last fight with Sergey Kovalev. Yeah. He's never been knocked out. He has seven losses. All of them are by decision. No one's even come re- close to knocking him out. Kovalev had him hurt, but he wouldn't say he was about to knock him out. Holy shit. <laughs> the man is incredibly tough and incredibly good defensively. And now here he is fighting a guy who does have knockout power. We'll point that out. In uh, his this guy uh, Joe Smith Jr. Um, he in his last fight he took on Andre Fonfara, another top fighter, and just destroyed him in the first round. Just ab- obliterated him. Like, oh shit! In the this, first round, this guy is the goods. That's what everyone's saying. This kid is the goods. Who's he gonna fight next? Hopkins is like, oh, you think this guy is the goods? You think this young power punching monster could be a star someday? Uh, let me show you something. That's what basically Hopkins is saying. Like, this is going to be my farewell fight, too. Like, I'm going to retire after this. I'm finally done. I'm 51 years old. I'm going to go out on a high note because I know I'm going to take this kid to school. No fucking way. This what if he so- gets knocked out? Does he retire? Is it this Saturday? If, I, that's what's funny. I feel like if he loses, he's not going to retire. Yeah, that's why. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nobody knocks me out. <laughs> funny, before his fight with Calzaghi, because Calzaghi's Italian and he's from Wales, he was yelling in Calzaghi's face. I will never let a white boy beat me. I will never. I'm like saying shit like that. Just a piss off. shit. It was really funny. But um, they're friends now. Don't worry about <laughs> <laughs> They're friends now. Not really. <laughs> but okay, so sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. He's fighting Joe Smith Jr. And I'm picking Hopkins not just because it's Bernard Hopkins and I fell in love with the fucking man, but because I've watched a bunch of tape of Joe Smith Jr. and the man has horrible balance. That's my like I, I saw like I like I didn't even want to continue watching his fights like oh no he has horrible balance I don't need to pick out any more problems with his game it was like if you that, got horrible balance you're not gonna beat Bernard it was Hopkins like that fight that we watched where the guy's just wailing it's like oh you're, yeah. you're just like what are you doing <laughs> he does have power like he does do that but I mean how many great power punchers have fallen to Hopkins huge punchers who just like doesn't matter you can have all the power in the world if you can't hit the target it doesn't mean shit. And you can't Kovalev, the biggest puncher in the sport, you could argue, never like he you beat didn't Hopkins get him with down, the, right? He beat Hopkins <laughs> with the jab. You know what I mean? He wasn't going out there trying to knock him out. He beat him with the jab. But he beat him boxing. Yeah. yeah. And like and that's who's beaten Hopkins before. We're not guys who were had power, but guys who could box and had speed and shit like yeah. that. Um and this this kid, Joe Smith Jr., he's no slouch. He's not a fucking hoof loofa. <laughs> <laughs> I would not mind seeing him in with like some of these other guys. Like, you know, put him in with, with Ward or Stevenson, Kovalev, uh, Cloud. Put him in with those guys. Go ahead, see what happens. He'll probably lose. But he's like he's gonna Wait, hold get on. school. I thought we're at 175 right now. Yeah. All those guys are at 175. 
Ward is not at 175. Yeah, he they is. just fought at a... Yeah, he's 175. They fought at 175? Yeah, they fought God at 175. damn it. All right, my bad. <laughs> I apologize. He looks smaller. All right, go ahead. Sorry, I messed my bad. You think 175 and you think big. Like, I think bigger. fucking you know? big, yeah. I think bigger, but... Uh, no, yeah, yeah. I mean... Jones, like, short... <laughs> try, try to shorten I'm trying to shorten this a little bit. But uh, Justin the Jr., he has good power. He has a solid solid fundamentals, like, with his hands, but his balance is really bad. He gets he trips over his feet sometimes. He punches hard and then kind of loses his balance. Uh, he's like he's like he's only really faced the one really good fighter. Um, I ju- he just doesn't have what it takes to beat somebody as great as Hopkins. It's not. A, I'm not trying to slide him or talk shit about Joe Smith Jr. But we're talking about Bernard Hopkins. Right. He is 51 years old. That doesn't diminish what the man has done. Like anyone else who's 51, yeah. But this is a very, very, very rare case of a fighter. Um, he just has too many tools. He knows how to use them all. He knows how to win fights. He knows what he's doing. And he's going to take this kid to school. I don't think he's going to knock him out. Um, if he does knock him out, probably by a body shot. That's my prediction. But anyways, he's going to take this kid to school. And he's going to hopefully retire. We don't know for sure. But I do hope he retires after this win. Just like just to put a, a little bit of a crescendo on it. And let us enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. I'm over underestimating people that are under the age of about 60 to 65 <laughs> like that's my limit now because oh, i'm 65 and the i'm serious i work with two fucking 65 year olds and they fucking bust their ass just as hard as i do and they're just as willing and capable in most situations besides stuff that's like their joints their Advances knees and whatnot size. so yeah, I'm 27. Someone like Bernard Hopkins who's been taking care of himself. Someone like a Joe Rogan who's been taking... Like, yeah, if you put Joe into a grappling event right now, I bet you he would do very, very well. Not an MMA match, but like a grappling jujitsu match. He's a fucking black belt. I bet you he'd do pretty fucking well, if not fucking win. And he is 50 years old. So I'm over this whole, like, age is what's going to be the thing he that's holding not. you back. Dude, if I Like, not Zach, anymore. It used to be, but not anymore. I, I'm, I'm still going to adhere to that a little bit. Like, it's, I'm def- I've definitely aged it up. Like, you typically, like, Oh, you boxer, mean your age goes, you and yeah, I. I put the cap on it a little farther back. Like, uh, it used to be early 30s. Okay, now you're diminished. Now, for me, uh, late 30s, late you're, 30s, you're like, diminishing. Yeah. Mid 30s. Like, for the top guys, you're diminishing mid 30s, late 30s. Uh, but and then like the like the really rare cases, you know. Right. Um. Yeah. Joe Rogan in real life looks super fucking young. Like literally, he, Dak thought he was like thirty six. The oldest guy we had in the UFC who just retired. UFC guy just retired was forty two, and he just got a title shot. So I mean, my my ceiling for age limit is raised as well. I'm, I'm with you. It wasn't around like ah oh, thirty three, thirty four. I don't know. Now it's like ah forty two. Forty two is like, when I'm gonna start giving up. Shit. I'll get, yeah. I'll, I'll, and sometimes you can tell. Like you, the, the, sometimes they just they stop passing the eye test, and you'll be able to see it in a previous fight. Like even if they won, a good example: Oscar De La Hoya. Uh, after he fought Floyd Mayweather, and then he fought, uh, he was like talking about uh, fighting maybe Floyd again, and he took on this guy named Steve Forbes, who was way smaller than him and not a hard puncher. And just based by the way he looked and the way he performed, the way his face busted up, it's just completely like I think De La Hoya is done. Well, still a dog. If a dog gets Tylenol, it's over. He's not gonna die from my Tylenol. Are you sure? Yeah, I give it better and better. How many Tylenols would it take to kill a dog? Sorry, there was a Tylenol. <laughs> That's the, the name of the podcast. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, it was great. That was, that, that was good stuff right there, Adney. Yeah, I, 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 I yeah, like like I was saying, like De La Hoya, like he was like okay, he looked good against 
Mayweather looked good in his previous fight, but then all of a sudden in this one fight, he just aged overnight. And even though he was still able to win a decision against Steve Forbes, he didn't look like De La Hoya. He looked old. He got busted up too easy, and he's just like, oh, he's done. So when he got the when he signed the fight with Manny and like all oh, the, the fight with Manny Pacquiao was happening, and I was like, oh, he's too big and he's too talented, blah blah blah. I remember telling a friend of mine, I was like, dude, I'm picking Pacquiao. I'm really picking Pacquiao, and I was right, and I was super stoked. <laughs> How old was he at the time of the fight? Do you know? Thirty. Six or seven? Hmm. Damn. He was definitely mid thirties, but he just crazy. He got old quick. Dude. Trying to drop that weight and everything. Bernard Hopkins is an anomaly. Like he came like when he came like, <laughs> crazy, he, dude. He fought Floyd at one fifty four and then like his next fight was like at one forty seven, so he's like dropping weight. I think that added to his aging. Oh yeah, that, that's brutal. Yeah. yeah. If anything, as I'm getting older, I'd probably go up in weight. Just so I wouldn't have that's to do That's what cut usually as you would much. should do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sure, she sucked your best friend's dick Kissed you with a mouth full of jizz But the last lap is yours to give Because her mom's pussy juice is on your lips This is sex talk Alright, so last time we were talking about rebound sex, right? Or something along those yeah, lines? Yeah, yeah, sex break, break, break it down out. a little it's bit more. Sex, no, it's Ab- absolutely rebound sex that encapsulates it all A rebound is the first person you fuck after a breakup That's what we were talking about Dog okay, so again. you didn't get a chance. We ran out of time. You didn't get a chance to tell your story. We're like, we'll do it next week. Right. And here it is, ladies and gentlemen. You waited a long <laughs> enough. Until right, the dog so farted, so it smells This really one's fu- kind of so fucked up. fucking putrid. <laughs> because, so we it's all nice know, good. well, if you're not a long-time <laughs> listener, you're not an alky, then you don't know. So I'll give a little bit of preface or whatever. I had a high school sweetheart. Not everybody did. A lot of people did. A lot of people didn't. Right in the middle. I would say like 50% of people. You could like go up to a poll. Ask 10 people. There's probably about 5 out of 10 that would probably say, yeah, I had a high school sweetheart. And then the other 5 would probably be like, nah, no high school sweetheart for me. So anyways, it was Leanne. I told the story about Leanne and how um, she was like the girl that I could never get. I took my whole freshman year trying to get this girl, but she was entertained by I these... Had a, I had a high school sweetheart. By these you're old... Not, you're not alone. By, not alone, champ. <laughs> by these older guys or whatever. She was in the older dudes. Um, that Super Ew, Bowl... what a slut. Yeah, that Super Bowl party happened where I had sex with her best friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we had sex in that car. I left the condom on the rear view mem- mirror. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Rear view member. <laughs> and then we dated <coughs> for like three years or whatever. Well... <coughs> she had another friend, but she the other friend. Her name is Vanessa. We used to call her Penguin. We all whoa, like whoa, she whoa, was don't, everyone's don't, don't friend. Don't roll past that. What, Explain. Are you using your? She literally or? walks like a penguin, bro. Like flop, 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 flop. Oh, like like her feet are just way outside. Like she walks normal. She's not like flopping them down or anything. But the way like they're not pointed straight. Like when you walk, it's like heel toe, and usually your toe is facing. You know, straight Eddie, yeah. north or, or south or whatever. But hers uh, are, like, angled at, like, a solid 45 angle. As she's, uh, like, walking. She's just... So she kind of walks like a duck or, or a penguin, yeah. you know? So well, so people will call her penguin. And uh, in high school... Did she hate it? Actually, uh, I, actually, this is a great question. I don't know. <laughs> I never actually asked her. She killed so herself. She probably did. She killed herself. And then someone <laughs> had a penguin on her tombstone. So she's pissed. <laughs> she's haunting him right and, now. Well, and she was also kind of like, um, she was shorter and uh, kind of rounder. She wasn't fat. I want to say she was fat. But she had a little bit of excess on her. Probably like 15 extra. So she was so a little pudgy. she looked pudgy. like Danny DeVito when Batman Returns. Kind of. <laughs> that's fair. That's, so that's why I people called her penguin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except she had hair. You know, long hair. She didn't get a good acting role, Addy, so you're the the asshole. 
Dude, if I look like somebody from a fucking Tim Burton film and somebody pointed it out on a daily basis, you're a piece of shit. Uh, dude, you are such a bully. Oh, Stop saying you were a bully. I was not a bully. You're a bully. I didn't enjoy I didn't school. create the name for, for her, okay? The name was Chris already there. Chris is a nice guy because he fucked her. I, 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 didn't, <laughs> uh, I did fuck her, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyways. Uh, I was just giving a little bit of backstory. You her down psychologically so it would be easy. No, I did not. I did You're that. You're a monster. So crazy. Everybody else turned her down and I was there to <laughs> rebound it. I helped her out. I and that's the story. What <laughs> happened is we were already friends See, before me and Leanne got into a relationship. But once me and Leanne were in a relationship, she was Leanne's best friend. So whenever I had a problem with Leanne or Leanne had a problem, we would go to Vanessa. Vanessa would be the curator between the two of us. So... Me and Nessa. Yeah, you got a problem. Penguin. Yeah. You got a problem, see? Finally, we, we developed a really great friendship. So once me and Leanne broke up, me and Penguin still had this great friendship. So we were still fucking kicking it. No big deal. Well, uh, I graduate high school. They're in Reno. I come up to Reno. They're fucking partying, all this stuff. Well, Leanne's not there. Me and Vanessa are just hanging out. And we're friends and all that. Well, then we kiss. You know, one thing leads to another. Eventually, we fucking bang out. And we're like, right on. That was epic. Then it happens for a solid like six more months we don't we're not boyfriend girlfriend or anything like that we're just banging out on random fucking days it might be a monday it might be a fucking sunday it might be at a party it might just be random didn't fucking matter well then eventually we were like oh maybe we should date and all this stuff okay let's date and she's like i don't want to date i don't want to date i like i'm not in the dating phase right now i just love your cock i just want your cock so how about how about this how about you're my pretend- what a good kid <laughs> she's like how about your my pretend boyfriend and i was like what She's like, you know, pretend boyfriend. So whenever we're around each other, whenever we see each other, we're essentially dating. Because, I mean, we, we're probably not going to hook up with anybody I've else. I've done that, the pretend boy. It's, it's a lot of it at a time. It's like, I want to, like, scare other guys away. So I'll pretend Yeah, that was also a little another so thing. So that way I can be sure. fucking left alone mm-hmm. and, like, all that kind of stuff and not feel judged, judged by dumb bitches. You're like, why are you single? Exactly. Is it because you're a penguin? <laughs> <laughs> So at first, I was yeah, like, bully, uh, <laughs> sure, I guess. Like, as long as I'm getting banged, I really don't give a fuck what you want to fucking call Should it. Should I be you know? your pretend boyfriend? We're having great girl. sex, all that good stuff. So, then Leanne finds out. So, me and Leanne, by this point, have been broken up for us all at two years. At least two years. Maybe going on I know, exactly. I've, I've dated a girl that was like, how dare you fuck my ex? Like, whoa, whoa bitch, we've been broken up for hell. I was like, we were broken you. up for so... Leanne freaks yeah, out on yeah, me. We've been broken up for a solid two weeks, babe. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. two years. Two years. You me get over and it. Penguin. <laughs> She's fucking months. losing it. She's like, I can't believe you guys. You guys are pieces of shit. How could you do this to me? I'm so hurt and all this stuff. Side note, to this day, I am pretty sure Leanne is still fucking in love with me. Because there would be certain times where we would bang occasionally once every six months or something like that. And then she would start talking to me and all this stuff. And then she would just hit up Nessa constantly. This is like two or three years after the story I'm about to tell. But I just wanted to make this known. I'm pretty sure that that bitch never got over me. Don't know why. Don't know how. But... But just this last year, D2B. like we but we we, we, we banged boy. a couple of times or whatever, and then she would not stop talking to Penguin about me. And she's got not a boyfriend at the time. She never even married the dude, but she has a baby's daddy, and they've been on and off ever since me and Leanne broke up. So then they would be on and off, and every time you they would go dodge that bullet. Son. Every time they would go on an off phase, I would be well. A person, I'm sure of a couple that would probably she would probably go out and have a fling with yeah. or whatever, and I just 
We always had a great connection, and I can't deny that. To this day, I still have a great fucking connection with her, but now she doesn't want anything to do with me because of all this. So, anyways, she's still in love with me. So me and Penguin, we're pretend boyfriend and girlfriend, right? And I was like, what the fuck does pretend even mean? Like, I'm super fucking confused about it. What is justice? (laughs) Because she's trying to sit there at at times and act like we're actually dating. And I'm like, wait, hold on, we're pretend. And then there's other times where I sit there and I was like, thinking that we're actually dating. And then she goes off that tangent like, no, we're just pretend dating. And it's like, what the fuck do you mean? Like, what are we setting each other up for? Whatever it is, as long as it's convenient for her, that's what it is. That's what it felt like. So it was like, man, like, I don't know if I want to fucking do this. So like, whenever you just find a dude that's going to come along and it's going to be like appeasing you and doing everything that you want, you're going to be like, okay, Chris, uh, the pretend was nice. Uh, See ya. And so what I did is I I jumped in front of that train. I was like, you know what? Fuck that. That's not happening to me. Well, we were living at the treehouse at the time. We got a cute neighbor that just moved in. <laughs> she needed to be shown around the city. She needed some friends. So, of course, we invited her to the treehouse. We have it. a fucking rager, all this love great stuff. My buddy Chris Bell actually winds up going over to her house and banging her up. Right on, Chris nice. Bell. What Good for name? you. You're a pimp. She got a thing for dudes. Is she, still someone that, is she still someone that hangs out? Uh, No. Uh, her name was Kelly. I don't know if you remember her or not. Just always dropping. I don't give a fuck <laughs> because these aren't bad stories. It is what it is. So she went and banged Chris Bell. They were having a good time. I was like, okay, no big deal. She was cute though. I kind of like her. She had a nice little booty on her. You know how I like the booty. Uh, <laughs> two or three weeks I, I goes by. Me and Vanessa Penguin are still pretending or whatever. Um, well, her and Chris Bell only hooked up that one night. It was a one night thing. Nothing really came of it. She kept coming over during these past two weeks. She'd come over, she'd get off, clean her house, get bored, come over, hang out with me and Josh, because me and Josh at the time didn't have jobs because we're pieces of shit and living off of his mom, partying hard. It was awesome. And then, (laughs) eventually, me and Kelly get drunk, we're all over at the treehouse, we're drinking, we're having fun, Penguin's not there, my pretend girlfriend or whatever, so like, fuck that. We go over to her house, and we get down. Uh-uh. Give her that uh-uh. DTB. Uh-uh. You know what I'm saying? Uh-uh. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. I feel me. <laughs> she felt you. <laughs> oh, she felt it all right. Which led into us. embarrassing if she did it. Yeah. Did payment right. pig out? It just led into us banging a lot. Like, every day, multiple times throughout the day. Because oh, at the shit. time, like I was saying... I didn't have a job because I was a piece of shit. So your job was banging the neighbor. My job was banging the neighbor, (laughs) cleaning up the house first. We would wake up, put on the car to three, clean the house, and then she would wind up getting home for lunch, bang her on her lunch break. She would go back to work. She'd get off of work, bang her when she'd get off of work, and then uh, we would see what would happen. Mm. Let's go, champ. But then eventually, eventually, time's going on, right? I still have this pretend girlfriend, but I'm banging her. Penguin found out you gave your fucking rock to somebody else (laughs) or whatever. So then eventually, we throw a a party. It's a logical reference, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Swear. We throw a party, and boom, Vanessa, Penguin, and Kelly are there. And I was like, oh, shit. Could she be a Batman villain, too? Maybe it's going to be a pretend threesome. (laughs) She was hot, right? She's cute. What color hair? Blonde. Like, white blonde. You can call her Selena Kyle. <laughs> you can call her Catwoman. I was like, hey, hey. The Tim Burton version. Like, Maybe this could be a pretend threesome, huh? <laughs> yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was like, right on. I'm going to get my first threesome. I'm just going to pitch this to... Yeah, uh, Michael Keaton. I'm just going to pitch this to Penguin real quick. So I went over to Penguin. <laughs> and I was like, she was like, I'm mad at you. And I was like, why? I, I feel like when you said that, I'm going to pitch this to Penguin. And the NC makes me think of Always Sunny. When it's like, they're trying to talk to Dean. She's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Dean, you're a bird. I'm a bird. 
I'm a bird. She's going, but it, they have an episode where she's just literally as a she's a bird. Oh, and she's going, bah, bah, bah. and they're like, yeah, D, I know. It's like, bah, bah, bah. <laughs> yes, D, I got it. And it's like, however, whenever you told me you just like were saying that the penguin, I just instantly see it as her as a like penguin, penguin talking to you as yeah. Chris. But you're in a normal conversation. <laughs> Fucking for some reason that popped in my head. That's so funny. Yeah, so we're at the party. She's like, I'm mad at you. So somehow she found out. Don't know exactly how, but somehow she found out. And she's like, we're fucking down, and she was hella fucking mad at me. Like, we were boyfriend and girlfriend, and I was like, whoa, you have been telling me multiple times that we are pretend boyfriend or girlfriend. Pretend, pretend. So that means that the option was available to you, just as it was to me, to hook up with other fucking people. You said, when we are together, we're together. Well, these past two weeks, I haven't really been with you. You've been doing your thing, I've been doing my thing, so uh, I started fucking somebody. I don't see the problem here, and I was actually coming over to ask for a threesome, and she was like, <laughs> "You dropped that." <laughs> well, yeah, I was young and dumb and drunk. What Fuck do you expect? You. <laughs> Fucking in. You smooth it over, <laughs> then you bring up the. Nah, I just dropped it. I was like, "Well, that's obviously not happening," because she was all fucking irritated. She's like, "Whatever, Chris. I can't believe that you did this to me. You hurt me so much." And I was like, "Whoa, what the fuck? You're acting like you were honestly my girlfriend, and then I cheated on you." We weren't even dating, but that was my rebound sex, was Kelly. So then that all happens, and I was like, fuck you, bitch. And then I just fucking banged Kelly three times a fucking day if I could. Breakfast, before she went to work, yep, I was making her breakfast and giving her the D. She would leave, I'd eat that breakfast that I just made, you know what I'm saying? Then she would come over for lunch, she wouldn't even eat lunch. She was eating this cock for lunch. Oh, you look at that cock taste. Chris was a three-course meal. (laughs) (laughs) Goddamn right. So yeah, Vanessa gets absolutely furious. She fucking storms out of the house. She fucking leaves, and I was just like, oh, "Hey Kelly, let's go to the room." She was like, "Yes, sir." <laughs> Bang down, and it was great sex yeah. the whole time. I was hate fucking her because I was like, "Vanessa, such a stupid fucking Fuck bitch." Penguin, fucking bitch. <laughs> so fucking Danny DeVito. <laughs> that was a, a, a partial rebound story. Partial rebound story, but the I, I, I want to go to a different one real fast. We're gonna rewind That's it. That's good, champ. And now we're gonna go. Be to where rewind on Boiler Zero. Penguin's really <laughs> the worst friend you could possibly have because she was the first person I had sex with after I broke up with my high school sweetheart Leanne. The first person I had sex with after that was fucking Vanessa, and she was her best friend at the time. It was some crazy weekend. We came up here and we fucking banged out. I mean, you were like, Shh, not Vanessa, Shh, Vanessa. Keep that on. Keep that. Keep that secret. Vanessa? Not not Davies, Vanessa. No, 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 Vanessa. Nessa, Penguin, Nessa. It's the same fucking person I've been talking about the entire fucking time. Nessa was Penguin? Yes. As in brown Nessa? Yes. She was Penguin? Yes. What? Why is this so hard for you to wrap your you brain know, around? You, good for you, dude. She's, uh, she's hot now. We all know dude. that I like thicker chicks. So she I liked her before. She skinny. I, I liked her right in the middle. She hit this point right in the middle because... Her life took a crazy turn. She was partying and all this fucking stuff. He did a good job. She fucked up and... She fucked up. That's I all saw I'm the say. No, she I, fucked I, up and then she wound up going to jail weight. and losing her oh, yeah, best friend at the same time. And that whole entire psyche of everything, she wound up getting into a car crash, losing her friend, and getting pregnant while going to jail. You know her. So she it was, was this whole that- entire fucking bomb just imploded on her. 
And I think a lot of it was due to stress and jail that she drops all this weight. And then she comes out of jail looking like a fucking dime piece. Yeah, and uh-huh. you know her because she was cuddling with Marcus all the time we came up. Susie's friend. Yeah, that's Nessa. That's that's her. That's the same girl. Mm. I haven't seen her in before. <laughs> oh, I hooked her Marcus up with her. Mm. I hooked it up because she's like, wow, that's a that's a great story too. That was a, that whole <laughs> night because he wasn't the only one that got lucky. <laughs> yeah, and Marcus. Remember when we were trying to hook up Marcus? I miss Marcus. I don't know what happened to him. Who's weeping? <laughs> should we talk? Should we do a different sex topic? We should just end with no, the no, sex, no, no. We should do shotgun thoughts. We're we're got D- dude. I, that's thirty minutes. So that's not gonna happen. Well, I figured if I we have another... I burn se- through all the shotgun. Let's How just, much time are we at right now? We're at... Okay. What time is it? Because I'm not staying past 9.30. That's what I'm saying. I, eight, that's what I'm saying. That's nine. not... Okay. So we got a solid 45 minutes. Yes, we're going to do 45 minutes of shotgun thoughts? No. We have. We yeah. can do 30 minutes of shotgun thoughts and end it at a early show to get you out of here before 9.30. More? Well, that's up to you guys. 30 minutes of shotgun thoughts, I think. So yeah, I mean, like... like it's not going to be 30 minutes. We're going we're gonna to go on a little tangent like we normally do. Sure. He who must not be named. Okay, okay, get in this. Hold on. This could be a thing. Adam, get in here. Tell them what you told me this morning. What? Tell them what you told me. What did you tell them? Get in this mic. About the clouds? No, no. Just get in here. Get on the mic. Tell the audience what you told me this morning when I got in. I don't remember what I told you. What do you mean? I remember. You better remember. You better remember, bro. He's such a fucking I'm in the garage with Adam and all he hears. Like the fucking, the the door (laughs) shaking. He goes, you hear that? Chemtrails. (laughs) 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 Chemtrails. <laughs> 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 what a piece of shit. <laughs> That's the wind, bro. <laughs> no, the wind's only created <laughs> because the, the chemtrails. government creates the wind. <laughs> they got invisible planes. <laughs> so they got 30 storm. minutes, huh? They got, they got, you know, it's, all pl- it's always before the storms. <laughs> and then during the storms, they do it again to keep the storms. They want to keep the storms coming, bro. I was like, I was like, like, it's the wind, Adam. He goes, the wind was never that strong. (laughs) (laughs) Not before before they started Kim trailing. It got way worse, bro. Hurricane Katrina, government did it. (laughs) Hurricane (laughs) Kim Trina, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Say the proper name, oh boy. Most likely. Most likely, most likely, the government's logical explanation is chemtrails. Like I said, <laughs> not, <laughs> not climate change due to pollution or anything like that, but chemtrails. The government does not want you to know that they are making hurricanes. Well, if you so actually, that they have to do relief shit. If you just look at the what? sky before, <laughs> before, during, relief and shit. after a huge event like that, it's like your, your yeah, because clouds have. Water in them, Adam, well, and then the clouds. Water, duh. But so, so wait, hold on. Moisture in the Contrails are created through moisture in the air. Clouds are only. A contrail disappears as a plane goes away. Con- so, let, 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 oh my God. we're just jumping in. I don't know if I can do this. You're acting as if you've seen one plane who you knew for sure had contrails and disappeared in two seconds, yes. and then you saw a plane that dis- disappeared in after 14 days. Like that's not ha- that's <laughs> not that's never happened. You're full of all the shit and stop farting. It stinks. That's the dogs. So yeah. altitude doesn't matter. Oh no! Okay, yeah. Dog the dogs trails. are spraying, dog seeding. The dogs are seeding the clouds. Dog the trails. clouds with aluminum and barium. Jesus! The You're dogs are lighting on fire from the skies. Damn. No, but if we really are gonna go down this road. No, we're not. No, we're not gonna go down this you, road. 
Sorry, we're not man. doing that. We're not doing that. <laughs> so That's not happening, Eddie Bravo. Like, <laughs> like right before there's a storm, you see planes flying. It's like, yeah, because they scheduled the planes to fly during clear skies. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's a thing. No, no. it's only because there's new chemicals <laughs> in this guy, bro. There's a difference between those planes and regular planes. Oh, here we go. All right, Alex Jones. Yeah, so school him. School him, <laughs> Alex. There's a difference between the planes. I can see because I got super well, Superman vision, and I look with my laser eyes. No, exactly, and then see, just with my normal vision, I can see that there's you like a rainbow. The there's like little the colors view. within the if clouds. You look at the this is the same guy see. who's like, oh, I know how to tell a fake video from a real video. I'm like super good. At fucking, uh, <laughs> I know all the videos. <laughs> I'm the best at videos. <laughs> if you actually pay attention to it, you could see that. I do pay attention. I look plane. up at the fucking sky no, every just, day. Okay, I work outside every past, fucking day. For the past twenty fucking years, you've been doing this thing. You go fucking game trails, like dude, you're stupid. And you go watch this video. Well, I don't watch your stupid video. Like, watch this. Wa- How come you don't watch it, man? How come you just won't watch <laughs> you it? It's you just can't the fuck. I'm, I'm not done yet. All you do is mad talk I'm like not a fucking yet. scientist. I'm not done yet. <laughs> you son of a bitch. All you do. All hey, you wait, do. hold on. Watch my video. You never watched my video. Like, okay, well, watch your fucking video. Watch it. Wow, that was. Total nonsense. Exactly. No. And, then, nonsense. and then you're quiet. You're you quiet. Even you're, watched you're quiet for two weeks, and then all of a sudden, watch this video, bro. It's cute. You're like, we we're done watching your videos. They're all done. I was like, how could we not watch the video, bro? You never watch my videos. Just watch for five seconds. You'll totally watch the get first it. Five okay, minutes. we'll watch it. How like, can you have anybody on the show if all you do is yell over them the entire true. time? Because that's I'm trying true. to explain what you do, and you're the one interrupting me. Because you're <laughs> yelling bullshit. This is what you do. You really do that, and then no, and we're no, like, no. okay, we'll watch the video that's again. That's your interpretation. And then we watch the video again, and then we're like, yeah, that was once again stupid, and we picked the video apart, and then you're silent for What a video week, did you pick and apart? Then you bring Hold on. Every single video you showed us. No. Every single one. You haven't <laughs> looked at any of them, so how every do you know? Video. You haven't every watched any of them. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh my god, I'm going to remember the name of it? Dude, is that what you're expecting? I've been trying to get you Talk to watch to the same mind. video over and over, and you no, haven't watched, watched it. No, we watched them. I watched last time. Okay. So the one oh, no, that I wanted to watch is called time. "What in the World Are They Spraying?" Oh, or "Why in the World Are They Spraying?" It's two separate videos. The first <laughs> one is "What in the World Are They Spraying?" The very first. No, it's it's a Kill Trilogy. You mind your privilege. It's Clifford goes to the firehouse, and then Clifford goes to the police house. Totally different. Totally different things. It's actually a gentleman that went to the uh, World Summit. Here we go. And he went to the firehouse. He recorded. A very intelligent gentleman that I'm basing that off of absolutely yes. nothing. Well, if you watched the video, I've watched you your fucking know. videos. How come you don't believe me that I watched your video? Because you're fucking You'll bullshit. Believe in I watched your video too. And the aluminum and mirrors you in the can, clouds. But you won't. You can for a literally second. see it with your own eyes. If you stand there for a moment and look at the sky when this is happening, you can actually look and you see it, the difference. You see the If you actually watch. Dude, no. There, dude, I hate you guys. I'm out of here. See, you're, right, you're right now. You're interrupting me. You're the one that keeps... So, of course, I start yelling because you won't fucking let me say it. At a very... Oh, at a point. Man. This is funny. I don't think it's going to be funny to any of the viewers, so this might all no. be nonsense. Your point was... I actually kind of wanted to take a poll real fast. You should email us. Tell us your thoughts on chemtrails. Are no, they real? Are they not real? What do you think? What do you guys think out there? He can't defend himself, so I don't even feel that's fair. So, we're just going to move along to... Okay, so what was the one I just I already thought of this? Episode. How many fucking Tylenol does it take to kill a dog? Let's, let's find out. <laughs> Wait, first oh, off, oh well, let's kill one. So of these first off, the only reason I, that I even thought about it was because you were talking about how Stevie's got a million fucking pills apparently because he's fucking ninety. Whoa, he needs his potassium. Whoa, he needs his magnesium. Let's get this. I got potassium. Iron. I got potassium. <laughs> And I have Tylenol on my backpack, but there's a lot of it. 
Oh, why do you have so much of it? Who are you trying to drug? Who's Dolly trying to murder? Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm just going to get Dak a little <laughs> fucked up. Just so she doesn't feel this right hook I'm going to give her this time. That might have to be the name because last, last week I had to do something with cats. This week has to do something with dogs. <laughs> Who's Doggy trying to murder? <laughs> They're on an animal spree. So there was just a Tylenol laying on the ground. And these dogs like to fucking grab everything that's on the ground. So I picked it up. I think it it's up. safe to say one will not kill a dog. That's fair. That's fair. Let's ask Google. Let's but ask Google definitely Google knows. We know that three thousand will. So somewhere okay, in the middle. Okay, that's fair. So now we can now we can narrow it down. down. <laughs> somewhere between a zero and three thousand will kill a dog. Addicted to sugar or nicotine, which would be sugar. worse. Or worse? Sugar. What would you prefer? Sugar. I'm already addicted to sugar, so I'll yeah. stay with that. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm cool with sugar. I don't like nicotine. <laughs> Dude, it's really a double-edged sword. Which one's gonna kill you faster? Probably nicotine. Yeah, but I've heard well, of not, uh, not I've like heard nicotine, but like cigarettes. Cigarettes, yeah, because nicotine actually not other, that bad for you. Well, see, that's what I is. That's exactly why I said nicotine cigarettes and not cigarettes. And of course, the smell factor and like the being ostracized factor, and you have to like this. This is a lot of hoops to jump. What through. if you're like just a nicotine gum in it? Like you're addicted that's to nicotine. That's still be gum. super annoying. It's a like lot, a, a lot of nicotine. But you would still pick. Your breath is still, I'm gonna the pick other? sugar because I'm already addicted sugar? to sugar because I'm a fucking American. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're in America. And I, I, I can fight it off for a little while. Then it's, it creeps back in. Yeah, me too. I but can fight, I fight it off for like off, a little bit. I can bit. always go to the gym and burn off like at least ten uh, percent of the sugar that I fucking took in. That's fair. You can't really burn off the nicotine intake, huh? That's, that's like whatever smart. chemicals that you fucking get into your body from smoking, you get into your body. Oh <laughs> <laughs> man, oh, I missed that opportunity hard. <laughs> I got, I got you, pimp. Uh, fun. <laughs> Apparently, this is just a fun fact. Uh, man, I, I feel like I might have said this. Just one. say it. Uh, the Titanic shot off eight flares for rescue, and crew members on a ship called the SS Californian informed the captain, but he didn't believe there were shots in distress, but instead he thought they were shots fired in celebration. So everyone could have been saved, and the ship just kept going. Damn, shots fired, bro. <laughs> lazy Irish captain, wasn't no, it? No, that's like something between celebration. <laughs> <laughs> They're just okay. celebrating. It's There's fucking... No. It's just... It's St. Paddy's. Give me Who a fucking... Who the fuck is that, though? <laughs> Give me a fucking break. It's St. Paddy's. the ship sinks and shoots out the flares? That's not <laughs> the flares are fire. You always shoot out the flares when you're drinking and drunk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Don't test me again. I'm sit- I'm very busy with this whiskey. <laughs> this whiskey. Uh, shaming is a good instrument for change, in my opinion. Okay. Allegedly, whatever. Uh, let's all. I wanted to see what you guys personally wish someone could be shamed for. Mine? Being a woman. Oh, so I thought you were going to ask That's so fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to just they back can, up They him. can change. I'm just going to have to say the same thing he said. <laughs> they can oh, change, God. bro. <laughs> That's just so funny. Change your gender, bro. It's possible. Dude, it's totally... We have 37 Why are you limiting yourself? Oh, no, no, no. We have 70 you? different genders now, right? Yeah, 70. No, 70. Pronouns, but not... Pronoun. Oh, no, no. That, no, the pronouns directly relate to gender, okay. bro. All right, God. Yeah. Why are you so binary right now? <laughs> <laughs> That's my bad. I was being very binary. <laughs> yeah, I apologize. You. you want to be non-binary. God. I know what the hip Mine was do. common sense, but I was being more practical and I actually took the question seriously because I'm a piece of shit. So, plowing through. Would you rather watch your significant other die over the I, I want, no, Real quick, I want people to be shamed for uh, using Snapchat filters. 
<laughs> Specifically, the dog, dog filter. filter. <laughs> the dog filter. All the flowers and butterflies in the I world think I are going to make the... you have a personality, bitch. Right now, I'm thinking I hate the crown one more oh, than I the hate... dog yeah, filter. Yeah, because it's more popular and you see it all And it puts makeup on I those bitches' faces. I don't know what you faces. look like, bitch. I have no yeah. idea what your face is. <laughs> you're a what liar face? and you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate liars. Shame Coachella, too. Shame that. Shame everything white girls do. <laughs> Shame Coachella. <laughs> Shame Coachella and instead go to Pharaoh's. That's never going to happen again. You're a piece of shit. So would you rather watch your significant other die over the course of 10 years due to, let's say, cigarettes or cancer or a spur of the moment car crash, but crash. you have to identify that that's your actual oh, I, would, I would. I would. I go ask to identify bodies that are not people that I know. That's <laughs> <laughs> so Fine with that other part. Oh yeah, I know. I'm gonna hang out for a minute. Oh, man, Cheers, man. buddy. Like yeah, I, I'm the opposite. I'll cool. watch her die over ten and years. You get to sit there and watch that. That's so painful. Like they're going through pain for ten years. But during that hell? ten years, no, she you're can easily tell them. me you're I'm not him. torturing her. If she wants to, you are God right now. You have the choice. If she if says die the plug, I would pull the plug. Yeah, but Chris, Chris, you're torturing them because you have the opportunity. I'm not torturing them. Listen, you're God right now. You have the opportunity to kill them off or watch them die for ten years. And what you guys are doing is just killing them. I'm at least giving them the option. of of, hey, if you want to die, I'll kill you. Yeah, what kind of option? Either, no, they don't have an option. Or They die no matter is, what. I can either die fast or die slow. That's their option. Right, what if uh, they die slow and they're having a great and life in virtual reality? You know, no, when you're what? dying Virtual reality, like that's that. like, it numbs all their senses. They can't no. even know that they're delirious. Chris, they're like, in virtual reality world. It's never a good, this is not Black Mirror. <laughs> never a good ten, last few years. It's always the worst, most horrible thing. It's Look, always absolutely. Good world. That's what history shows us. But technology is saying <laughs> that it might be different. What's up? I fucking hate you. What's up? <laughs> I can't oh, really? I can't go down Black Mirror Road, uh-huh. and you're telling me to watch Black Mirror. I, and I also did that. That's the worst episode. I also said that, <laughs> and I said you could skip it. I didn't so even you watch it. So <laughs> I didn't watch it. <laughs> Fuck you. You just watched that Joe Rogan episode. <laughs> That's how you know that shit. I don't know what you're talking about. I love that episode. Uh, hell yeah. I love it too. But uh, also, if they, kill, if, they, if they die really fast and you're all of a sudden a widower, sympathy poon, bro. Wow, you're a piece of shit. You're already looking to get laid. Sorry that I'm not in love with the moment. I don't have feelings. Uh, at least I'm in love with I'm not in love with the moment. I have a dead wife. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to do? Be sad? <laughs> get over it, Not champ. get pussy? You gotta move on, champ. Do you guys know why seatbelts were invented? Because of John uh-huh. H. Seatbelt, who had a great, <laughs> <laughs> great guess. Oh. False, but it was a good guess. So they could save your fucking wife so you could die of cancer 10 years later? Oh, man. Oh, that was, that was good. Oh, I don't know. I'm not going to do anything now. I don't, have, I don't have a guess. Oh, man. <laughs> That's my guess, too. <laughs> you guys are pieces of shit. Um, it was actually invented by insurance companies not to save lives. But to save money, because what would happen is people were getting in crashes, and then they had to go and clean up all the fucking mess, and then they couldn't resell the car, they couldn't like fix it up because there are all these stains in it and whatnot. And then the insurance company would have to wind up buying the car and then just taking it to a lot. So they're like, well, what if we put seatbelts in it, and then we don't have to clean up anything, and then if the car's not totaled, we can fix it and resell it. That's Bam! A, that's, that's why awesome. So people remain. they don't give a fuck about people. Nope, they don't. That's Nobody, pretty no sweet. Company gives a fuck about nope. people. Nope. Yep. No. Nope. That bottom line. Chance. This is crazy. 
is a product to save money, not to save safety. And what's actually happened? Yes, save sorry, safety. save lives. Yeah, and, right <laughs> and what's <laughs> actually happened though? Is I the know. Opposite. I heard him. I said he said it right. I, I, what's happened Kim though Charles. is <laughs> the opposite. They kind of <laughs> fucked themselves. Kind of a That's little bit. Crazy. I mean, how much money were they actually paying to clean up blood splatters? Well, you like, can't really sell a car. It's like it's reselling a house where someone died in. It's difficult. That's if you're true. not me. Well, here's what yeah, you do. I mean, you got you get you go get some just really easy cleaners, right? And then you wipe down watched, you wipe from, down the interior. I'm talking fast, fast, fast. You don't <laughs> need to eat off it, right? You take those towels and you soak up all those pools of blood that have just kind of pools at the bottom of the car. You get that, and then we're getting a bunch of blankets and we're gonna cover the interior. Nothing white, okay? Uh, you be able to. You, you can't do it. You can't use white, all right? You need something that's tough linen, all right? You can't use white, all right? Then you take that car down to Monster Dro's truck and tow. <laughs> <laughs> Pulp Fiction line, everybody. That's yeah. <clears throat> Have you ever gotten sneak attacked getting your asshole eaten? I didn't know how to word Yes, it. I have. Like, you didn't know that your ass yep. was going to eat Really? Yep. How was it? Did you like it? Oh, and, yeah. I fucking uh, loved it. Did she get a little bit of dingleberries? She might have because I don't wipe. Um, <laughs> so she definitely did. So you were the streaker, the silver streaker. <laughs> no, I don't have silver shit. I have brown shit. So oh, okay. brown sugar. Whatever. But, uh, I, I was doing a, a comic book reference, you know. It was, it was a silver uh, silver. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying, you know. I, I went for hey, it. Hey, at least you tried. It, it failed. Hey, as long as you got to try, change. It's okay. It failed. But no, no, no. But, but I, I no, have. But did you like it? I did, and she fucking, she was blowing me, and blowing me on her couch, and I was like, what the fuck, and she lifted my legs and started eating my ass, and I was like, looking around, because she had a child, and I was like, you're Oh, you're looking at her child? No, I was looking around to she make just sure just sitting on the couch looking there. at you, like, giving and me I a enjoyed high five, it. I was like, I was telling her to get it, get at it. I kept, <laughs> I kept, I kept showing her face, kept calling her champ. <laughs> get Let's it. go, champ. Get it, champ. Oh, well, chill, champ, chill. <laughs> Clean it up, champ. <laughs> This one's kind of generic. Would Silver you rather server have like a speaking impediment, like a speaking problem? Maybe you 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 do that a lot. Sutter, or maybe any other kind of any just a blanket statement. Correct, problem. speaking problem or speech impediment. Would you yeah. rather be like colorblind? Uh, sp- oh, fuck, that's a difficult one. That's a good one. I feel I'd colorblind because you could get laid easier if you're colorblind. Yeah, that's true. I would have to go with speech impediment because I use my vision for my career. Which type? <laughs> of, but it would also be which type Solid of colorblind. <laughs> it would also Solid be choice. which type of colorblind because there's these certain colorblinds. Now you can use those glasses that show you color. But yeah. there is also this certain colorblind to where you, like Dak's dad has it. He cannot, no matter what glasses or anything, it's a certain thing that he doesn't have to where he can never see color in his life. Yeah, all he sees is like neutrals and shades. Yeah, yeah. it's like uh, lighter tones of gray. Yeah, but and it's like darker that's it for the rest gray. of his life. Yeah, Some of the other ones. So weird. Like how gnarly. many like back in like uh, like caveman days? How many people who are colorblind do you think died really fast? Hmm. Yeah, that's because camouflage works a lot better for predators when their prey can't see in colors. Yeah. Would you rather gargle snot? My snot or somebody else's? Snot? Someone else's snot. Somebody gross. Just someone's not. Just Beckinsale's someone's not. Like, it can be Kate Beckinsale's mm. or gargle your own piss. Oh, Kate Beckinsale's not. Yeah, I'd rather gargle snot. No, I mean, yeah, I'd rather gargle snot. Yeah, yeah, ah, dude, it's she my own. She might be. Oh, dude, it. I'm doing my own pee all day rather than someone else's fucking okay, mucus from their fucking. I don't know what the fuck they're doing with their body. I know Gross. what Kate Beckinsale's doing with her body. Do, you Killing think it. you know? <laughs> Killing it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, God. Have you seen her lately? No, I haven't. She just keeps getting hotter. <laughs> She's like a bigger for hotness or something. That doesn't really make sense. <laughs> Whatever. Just fuck off. Which Olympic event 
would you want to be able to do and you can't say boxing? Oh, you're a piece Chariot of- racing. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the one that needs to be a Olympic <laughs> sport now. <laughs> Fucking do it, world. <laughs> okay, uh, do it, bro. <laughs> Stevie just made an adventure time joke. <laughs> Suck it. Yeah, I didn't get that one at Suck all. Suck it, internet. I was like, what? Uh, He's like, I'm gonna guy. I, 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 now, I will now time. gouge your eyeballs out, and he goes, "Do it, bro! <laughs> Do it, bro!" <laughs> Pulling his eyelids open. Like Another Dan Harmon classic. <laughs> oh, God damn, Dan Harmon. Actually, Scott Pendleton, but in did they Dan Harmon helps? Does he? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Does he? <laughs> did he though? Okay. Did you die? What was the question again? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which Olympic oh, event would you want? Uh, Mine was definitely be uh, the one where they like go on the really high dive and they do like fifteen fucking flips and then they like dive into the fucking pool or whatever. Maybe I think that wrestling? should be so fun. Maybe wrestling. wrestling? Really? Because I'm super dangerous. In it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about you, Faye? I just, <laughs> no, archery, the, archery. I pick archery. Ooh, archery. I said chariot racing. That's not even an Olympic event. Yes, it is because it was originally an Olympic event. They just got rid of it. It's what started the Olympics. Oh, yeah. You want to be the marathoner that runs the 23 miles to send 26. the message to the other fucking town to make sure that everybody meets up for the Olympics? Fucking guy. It was actually for war. That wasn't for the Olympics. Oh, what yeah, I was to say Nike, meaning victory. Your girl has either a hairy asshole or semi mustache. Okay, that's fair. Sometimes I don't delete them right it's now. It's cool, but we can still yell at you. Fuck off. <laughs> what did you guys pick, though? I forgot. I picked... Harry oh, Asshole. Yeah, I picked Harry Asshole. I don't want mustaches. Dude, fuck that. We I'm both picked Harry Asshole. All day. We both, you are her own pick, mustache. You picked the mustache. We both picked <laughs> the asshole. Yeah, because like you have to look at her face nonstop. Her asshole, if she has really nice... I said this. I said if she really has really nice butt, big butt cheeks, then you have to try hard and spread them in order to see all the hairy buttholes. No, they're long. They're like Cre- creeping out. Amazon said the first hairs. time, so I won't look at her butt crack when I'm fucking her from behind. Well, that's a bummer because I like looking solved. at the butt. Problem solved, champ. <laughs> I don't want to make out with a chick and feel your face, Chris. Uh, that'd be so <laughs> gross, right? We might run into a couple of these because I might not have deleted them, so we'll pop cool. through. Uh, stinky pussy or stinky breath? Ugh, that one's gross. <laughs> That's Wait, so did we do, I think we did that one. I don't remember doing it. But I don't remember doing gross. it. Let's just redo it real fast. Stinky Ooh. pussy or stinky breath, though. And, like, the breath's always stinky, like, to the point where she has, like, gum disease Yeah, I shit. forget what it's called. Ugh. Gingivitis? Halitosis. No, halitosis, yep. Because oh, uh, Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker, had it. One of the biggest. Makes but sense. then, like, you, well, you, you would have to go with the mouth because you pleasure women by eating their pussy. How else would you get it done? Oh. Yeah, but, no, but, but see, halitosis. all your game, bro. Yeah, dude, you have no game. Halitosis. Could, that's stinky for the rest of life. If it's stinky pushy, they can pushy? wash themselves. Hmm. Oh, hmm. They could start douching, is that what you mean? Yep. Also well, douching is hella bad for you. Yeah. yeah. Really? But yeah. but they can actually like naturally clean. Your pussy? Hmm. That's the problem is like their natural cleaning vaginas aren't working. That's why it stinks. That's right. Yeah, it's a little well, Maybe smelly. they could do something that isn't exactly the... What if it smelt to you but you need it to didn't smell to me or something? And change your diet. <laughs> and cleanse it. <laughs> and fucking wow. Kratom helps. <laughs> Apparently. Oh, Put Kratom in your pussy. What if, like, weed really made your pussy smell better? I know that's absolutely what? impossible That'd because be a lot so of dirty girls smell weed, but I'm just... <laughs> you know, oil. You squirt the oil into your vagina and it's... Like a, like a hemp oil or something. Yeah. yeah, that might work. A hump oil. Listen up, science. <laughs> science, I mean, right now, weed's doing everything, so I can see it. Yeah, Dinosaur tails. Would you rather get hit by a car or hit someone with a car? What's the injuries of getting hit? What if I get hit? What do I injure? Let's say neither. 
Let's say you don't get injured either. Oh, or. I'd get it by a car because I'm oh, suing yeah. the shit out of them. Yeah. For some money. Fucking, oh, you thought guilt was gonna come into the fucking yeah. <laughs> Definitely hit someone with a car because fuck people. I'm getting a good suit, yeah. Maybe. What if insurance didn't exist in this world? You would get super sued, champ. <laughs> <laughs> Not if insurance didn't exist. Lawyers exist, champ. <laughs> what if what if courts didn't exist, champ? <laughs> <laughs> then if you didn't know the person that so murdered, <laughs> maybe it is. That's Abby. the real question. <laughs> then if you didn't kill the person, they would fucking murder you for hitting them. What kind of apocalypse would you rather live in? Post new like nuclear winter or zombie apocalypse? Which, which one would oh, you rather zombies live? all day. Because yeah, nuclear, I don't know if I'm going to actually be able to live because, like, it's You're so in a fucked up. Oh. And then you survive, and you there's, like, you have to find certain places where food still exists, like Book of Eli, but without mm. the Bible bullshit. I'd rather do that than zombies. Fuck that. I'll fuck some zombies. I would be Wait, no, what about so oxygen? What about zombies. oxygen, though? You can be in a bunker for as long as you want, but if you're not getting oxygen, you're fucked. Well, I'm not saying you're staying in the bunker. No, like, yeah, he wasn't saying you're staying in the bunker. In the bunker yeah, and then there. you eventually, like, oh, we're running out of supplies. We have to venture up to the top and do shit. Did you watch that movie? Cloverfield? Cloverfield? Oh, you mean the, Clover the Lane. anthology Clover Lane? That was a good fucking movie. I think it really um, was. It ended up being about aliens. Good really was good. Alert. What's his name? Goodman? Dude, it was good. Something Goodman? Yeah, John Goodman. John Goodman he is should always have easily good. won an Oscar always for that good. movie. He's, he was amazing. He, he was that so movie. fucking And what's crazy. her name? I think her name is Mary Louise Parker. That's why Yeah, I she's name. cute as fuck, too. Yeah, like, uh, no, Mary Louise Parker's the chick from Weeds. No, no, oh, oh yeah, you're right. My bad. Yeah. No, this girl's cute though. The girl that's she has in this like three movie. names. I swear oh, to God. I know. But she was in Scott Pilgrim uh, versus the World, and yep. I fucking hated her in that movie so much. So I hated her as an actress for the longest time. Didn't care for her. But in that movie, she kills it, and I liked her. Yeah, she did good. I'm gonna have to watch that. For I like that movie. Oh, you didn't see it? Oh, I don't know. I'd probably go. In both cases, like food is gonna be hard to get mm-hmm. in medicine, but I'd probably go for zombies yeah, because I think people would be more likely to team up. In exactly. A That's why I'd, I'd rather be against zombies and be against a couple of bad apples than be against no zombies and just people. Because things are not gonna be as bad as The Walking Dead makes it seem. Because it's like that Stanford experiment thing, which was actually a kind of a hoax. It was fucking. Yeah, bullshit. I didn't actually. Do, uh, it was like yeah. scripted. The, the Stanford experiment, mm. but uh, like. People are inclined to help each other in dangerous. Anytime you go see a natural disaster, people are trying to help each other. It's a natural human thing. We're tribe animals. So we want to help. So if a fucking zombie apocalypse happened, people would team up like a motherfucker and build giant cities with huge walls like in fucking Attack on Titan. Hmm. So next one. Dude, why does every time my phone flip it, like, it loses my notes? Like, it goes Stop pushing lock. It's really I'm not putting... It's weird. Um, Get up. Lock it up. That one seems a little. This one seems a little too deep. I'm gonna pass on it. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you should do it. All right. What's What's one bad trait if you could get rid of with In yourself? Oh, there's so many though. Small dick for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's so vain. God, I know. Even if you're fucking vain, so that's what you need to get rid of. What I would want to do is I'd want to stop. So what I do is the the people closest to me the way that I poke fun and get at them is I say the most hurtful shit towards them and I feel like that's kind of what most people do is when you're really tight with somebody and you're really fucking invested in them you know what really pushes their buttons and at certain times you use you that will to advantage. push their buttons and yeah. I wish I could it's take ammo. that away it's yeah. ammo yeah. Yeah. you do that with everything in life you know you if you want to get it make fun of something or like talk shit on something or defeat someone in an argument you gotta know everything about it and the only way to hit him with the most negative shit ever same thing with arguing the bible 
you want to hit them with the most negative shit ever because it's like, yeah, fuck you. This is what your God did. So it's, it could be the same thing. Yeah, that's why I, that's a that's a great point. That's why I always bring it up to my aunt. Oh, well, like there's literally rape in the first Bible, but you like, oh, that Bible doesn't count. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's funny. And he's like, I'm perfect. I'm the doctor. And I got several things. I'm trying to narrow it down. <laughs> I got everything. I mean, something. <laughs> you haven't said what you would want to get rid of either. I already you said just it, bro. Commented on what I would do. Everything else is great. I already said my dick. <laughs> No, God, you're such a piece of shit. Um, let's see. I would get rid of my little see, dick. <laughs> that's why I said this one's a little deep because I'm I knew lazy. I'm lazy. I'd like to get rid of that. The laziness. Super I'm lazy. lazy too. Super lazy guy. Dead lazy. <laughs> <laughs> me, me too. I'm super lazy. About to quit the middle of the show. So. <laughs> uh, but also, uh, I don't know. Like, uh, I am bad at communicating things that are in the back of my head. Uh, okay. Involving feelings. I've been called emotionally shut off every, all, all the time. Okay. <laughs> every time. And like you talked about before, you pointed out how like, you're like, I think that you, Adney, have like, you'll have a problem, you'll wait, and then you'll express it once. And if it doesn't change after that one time expressing it, then I'll blow up. It's, that's true. <laughs> so that, that too. <laughs> Do you want to get real or I would, you be a bitch? I, yeah, I would get rid of... Uh... Are you going to be a bitch? <laughs> get rid of that. <laughs> <laughs> get rid of your bitchiness. Get rid of your dick, Joe. <laughs> I just had it too, and I just thought, oh, my small dick. No, I just, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no that's come on. No, that's good. <laughs> Let him pass. Just leave it. That was so good. No, uh, I, had, I had some. No, hold on. I had something else. No, fuck, fuck you. Short arms, long legs. That's what I got now. Or short legs. <laughs> Long arms. Long arms, better reach. All day. I'm with long arms. I'm long too. arms Marco too. With Tony Brewer, I, I already have arms. short legs, so I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, you're perfect. You're like, oh, I've been that life, bro. I already did that. Getting came on by a dude. <laughs> Where? Where? Oh, I know what I change. My addictive no, personality. No, 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 my addictive personality is what I change. I'm, I have an extremely addictive personality. <laughs> you guys talking about two different things? What was the second thing? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even said it. That was good. You're a piece of shit. Or. Having a girl literally get her period, like, while you're fucking. Wait, you're oh, fucking. Period, yeah, I'm fuck always about period. I fuck so many period having vaginas in my life. I don't care about that shit. If I'm into you, I don't give a fuck if you're Yeah, brother. if I'm into you, I don't care if I'm into you. you know what <laughs> oh, <I mean? laughs> oh, you got me. Depends. Because if it's like a wait, heavy wait, wait, one. Wait, is that a fucking, what's no. depends again? Is that like you, a. It's, it's adult diapers. Because <laughs> <laughs> if I'm it's a heavy one, I hate dude. heavy periods. Because like, I feel like that's the biggest power you're a bitch move that could ever dude, happen. Like slapping a dude open hand. It seems like a massacre. Standing over a dude and like pushing their face. Calling him son and shit like that. Power moves. Jacking off on a dude. Power moves. Coming on him. Dude, that's beyond fucking <laughs> anything you could imagine. I'd rather get you my ass beat him in the face. The ground than get came on. <laughs> Especially if you beat my ass first and then came on me. Oh, that's the ultimate that's move. That's the worst thing that could happen in your life. <laughs> I'd rather die <laughs> in front of a ground at a that's boxing match. At a gym raped. Fuck doing all that. That's the worst thing that could possibly. Yes. And, uh, and you I would beat my ass and come on me. <laughs> if you like, I've had girls say I might start my period soon. Like, so? <laughs> all right. Uh, and then after we fucked, she like, oh, I'm starting to bleed a little bit. Like, well, all right. This one only came <laughs> up because recently I me and Reed like, gave a fuck because he's emotionally cut off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's Let's working, go, Chad. He's working on it, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I really
<laughs> that one only came up because Re had a really heavy one the other day, and we were banging, and then all of a sudden it was just like. She oh. squirted with blood this Like, why'd you say I'm come on, by <laughs> That's super hurtful. You're a douchebag. <laughs> no, oh, that's why you said you don't push me with buttons, huh? I don't think you come on by a dude, then you fucking bleed on me. <laughs> let's, let's edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> that was ass <laughs> Let's go ahead and edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Just go ahead and edit that one out. Uh, <laughs> plow it on, like I did. Uh, okay, plow on, bro. <laughs> Plow it up. <laughs> Maybe we could do it. We could do like a whole hour. Oh man! <sighs> if you were God, <laughs> I'm listening. What the <laughs> <if>, bro? <laughs> if you were God, what would you change? You have one thing to change. Well, I would make universe? everyone the same Not color. The so there'd be no racial. Ooh, that there would be no one. race. That would work. What do you mean? Wait, what do you mean? People would still find a way to judge each other. Of course. And like, like why I'm better than you. Like, fucking the Fairly Odd Parents did a perfect episode on that where he was like, they judge us because of this. What if everyone was just big gray blobs and it was still like, we're grayer and blobbier than all of you, motherfuckers. No, and it was, it's also a joke from uh, Pretty Face Going to Hell. Uh, the guy is like, he could turn anybody any color. That would end racism. He's like, if everyone's the same, he goes, that actually, that's racist. What you're saying is racist. You want to turn everyone one color. <laughs> that is racist. So that was the joke I was going for. No, that's very racist to say everyone should be one fucking. That <laughs> was a joke. Oh, yeah. wow. White privilege. Sean. What I would change if I was God, what I would change is. There being a the God. Ex- <laughs> the existence of religion. Damn. That's a good one. Nice. Exactly what I just said, but you said If it I was no, God. You said God, like, I would unex- uh, get rid of myself, but people will still have religion because there isn't a god and there is religion. I'd get rid of the religion. Smart. So people can fight over other things like what to name their atheist alliance. If uh-huh. I was God, I would make sure you that atheist. <laughs> I would just put dinosaurs right back. Boop. Huh? Good luck, humans. Dude. And then film it and then sell Fuck you to humans. Like, I would up? make Jurassic Park. Yeah. But safer slightly. Except <laughs> it, instead of an island, it's the entire earth. And instead of like the countries being the ones buying it, it's the universe. And I would make Chris Pratt and Bryce Alice Howard clones to actually work there. Alright, that's fair. You know what I'm talking about? That's because you can't lose. That's so fair. So fair. <sighs> that's so fair. God. Move on. God. If you were a woman, what would you do? (laughs) (laughs) Move on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I totally respect myself. I would totally respect myself. (laughs) I would hold I would hold friends for longer than four months. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! No, we're done! We're done! Scathing analysis of the female gender. That's it! No, I want to suggestion. No, I need, I need to hear no it. it doesn't matter. I need suggestion. I need get, let me hear the it. The rest isn't even that good. I want to hear it though. What would you do as a profession? That's all I said. Oh, you fucking let down. <laughs> what would you think I was gonna say? You disappointed your I'd mother in me. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> I'd be a fucking. What would you do? I'd, I'd be, be a, a sex <laughs> change doctor. <laughs> I'd be a fucking uh, porn star. Or I'd, I'd be I a, would I'd be a cam porn. girl. You know what I mean? Easy job. Gold you know what I mean? Cam girl <laughs> would be sweet, dude. Yeah, the cam girl would be so fucking easy. God. She smells like a cum dumpster or you smell like ass. What? <laughs> that sh- like cum dumpster, she smells like a slut? No. Yeah, she smells like a cum dumpster. Or... We've all fucked sluts. <laughs> but that's like your girlfriend. Oh, no. <laughs> Hard pass. Oh, that shit. I mean, having a girlfriend, period. 
Yeah, after we've not amped it. Call me and my body ain't got no, no, my friend, Lambert. Library, oh, welcome with me to my body and I'm oh, not my body in the library. To the library, Chris, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. So my book suggestion this week is going to be from my favorite horror author, uh, Clyde Barker. And the book I am Fuck suggesting book. is like The Hellbound he Heart. He ain't tight. So The Hellbound Heart. At last, he had solved the puzzle of Lamarckin's box. He was standing on the threshold of a world of heightened sensations. In moments, the Cenobites, who had dedicated an eternity to the pursuit of sensuality, would be there. They would reveal dark secrets that would transform him forever. And it's Hellraiser, except it's the book that the movie's based off of. It's fucking... Clive Barker wrote the books. What? He yeah. wrote Hellraiser? Yeah, he did. He wrote Candyman as well. Yeah. Damn, I did not know that. Short story. Candyman is called The Forgotten, I believe, with The Forgiven. I don't remember anything about that movie outside of the guy covered in bees. That's the only thing I remember about that movie. Do you get Yeah. <laughs> well, you read like eight of the books, so shut up. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, coming up soon, we're going to have a few episodes in a row that are going to be two hours instead of our usual three hours. And I know you're hurting now. Yeah, you're hurting. I know you, I know you can't stand the fact that you would have but, one but less But it's going to be all right, Sam. It's going to be right. It's going to be all right. Of our incredible insight into the world of everything. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to miss us. <laughs> and you're probably going to message us. And you're going to say, come on, champs. How come we can't go this next hour? Three hours, champs. Here's why. You haven't rated and reviewed us on iTunes. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> why. That's exactly why. That, that, no, that's why. <laughs> no, fuck them. That's, That's like, why. Come on, most podcasts are one hour. It's like, yeah, they don't try as hard as us. Yeah, well, <laughs> they're not doing better than yeah, them. We are. So we're just not famous as such. Yeah, exactly. What if we were famous easily? We'd be birth status right now. Play us out. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a ballsy move. We're good as birth. No, we're not. Like him Bro, ranting, such a him ranting about making pies I know. from scratch is more entertaining than any of our episodes we've ever <laughs> it's done. He's so funny. <laughs> I can't. He's just so fucking funny. I can't do it. Oh, and uh, one more thing, we're gonna be doing year-end awards, <clears throat> and part of that is we're gonna talk about what we think was our favorite episodes of our show, and we would really love it and appreciate it. If some of you, the fans, were to write us in on whatever, Facebook, Instagram, whatever it is, but tell us what your favorite episode was or your favorite topic was, whatever, just whatever your favorite thing is about the show, fucking write it in and then we'll talk about it. And you can find us all, you know, here, hanging out at the house. And maybe on some iTunes, maybe on some Facebook. We don't know. Go on maybe Instagram. Maybe some Instagrams. Go on Instagram. Maybe some Finals Fans. Alcoholicast, or you can go to Addy Barreto and follow my Instagram. Yeah, you can do that. Or just rate and review us. Or just go straight to iTunes. And fucking and rate and review us. And I feel like us. all... Uh, listen, listen, we've already decided this. Everyone who rates and reviews us comes with a free little baggie of cocaine.